Mania action here at the KJS. And I realize I stopped it at KJS because if I added a show, it's like, so what's the other S and KJS stand for if not for the show? Yeah, KJS. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been getting used to it. I'm like, yeah, I keep I keep doubling my, my that, that's uh, acronyms. Like, that, that's like Taz, the FTW World Championship. Like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm, bro, that bothered me. The That's so funny. It's funny because I never really, because on paper, you never see it. But anyway, I, I'm Quincy Jones, by the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is my uh, compare. You best. know what it is. World's greatest tag team partner in the world. There we the go. Dak Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid, all aspects of hip hop and wrestling. We back in this thing. Mania removed, man. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. I mean, because, look, let's be fair. While Mania was a big part of last week, there was a lot of other stuff that went down. So yeah. chronologically, we're going to do our due diligence and go through it. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Friday, I mean, obviously, we're not going to talk about the go home stuff. Uh, I mean, it's just weird that you had a guy named Matt Cat Moss throw out your United States champion to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But whatever. I'll move yeah, on. it's been um, taking L's, bro. Dude, it just it it don't it just don't make sense what's going I on. I don't I don't understand. Like, like I said, someone said that he was on main event versus somebody. I'm like, I did hear that. You're, yeah, your mid card champion. Like, this is crazy. Anyways, yeah, but you know um, how they do like an anchor most times. But it, this is what I don't get. Why you why you spending money on the new presentation of it? If, if that's how y'all feel about it, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I never I, I never understood the their their decision to invest in something if they don't even really believe in it like that like it or, just, or without follow through and then they try to act like they never set it up or yeah but it's, I, it's like the women's tag team championships no anyways uh <laughs> uh we had the the hall of fame this friday um and yes, you know what sir. one thing i said to you uh last week was uh it was what five names i believe uh uh yeah bader like steiner it. charmel taker yeah and Shad. Shad, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, honestly, this was the timing was great. I didn't feel overwhelmed, and mm -hmm. this is no disrespect to any of the past Hall of Famers. You know what I mean? It's not up to me whether I decide or feel like they should have been in there at all. But some people have had some time-consuming uh, <laughs> speeches in the past. Mr. Yes, Mr. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I just didn't want to even know jibba jabba. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. I want. I well, want to live. Did. I, I, I want to talk. I want to continue talking to my mama as well. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you know what I mean. But this, the timing was perfect. The pacing was perfect. Um, I like I did the presentation. It. I was gonna say I enjoyed the setup with the stairs up uh, on the ring. Right, I thought that was cool. And then at the same time, well, it's like, yeah, we go. We gonna make sure anyone that's coming up to this ring trying to try to storm the ring, they gonna have to climb up these stairs. They about to fall their ass back down them stairs. <laughs> Yeah, I know like it ain't going down. Spoke about that too. He's like, I guess they didn't have FTR on hire this this uh, this year. You know what I mean? But Man. I, I was talking more about um, having the the seating arrangement. 
was different. Yeah, that than was oh when they were yeah they were on stage, which I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I thought that was really Cornette cool. Cornette said Cornette had said like it's kind of a cool. Well, maybe Brian last said it, but it's almost like that one last entrance among your among oh. your peers. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, that's, that's, I didn't even that's get it, it like yeah. that. I like because it, in my head when you brought it up to me, I'm thinking like it was just literally five seconds ago. I'm like, you know what? It, it was kind of cool because they always call it a Hall of Fame class of, and they low key looked like a graduation type of setup where you have. Mm-hmm you're surrounded by your students and then they're looking up at you giving up what the valedictorian speech or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. but then even to say like, yeah, but it's also like that last minute, like, like he's even taker coming out. It's like, yo, my dude, even in a headset in a suit, you looking like, you know what I mean? You got that energy with you, bro. Uh, yeah, he, that black on black was fierce dog. <laughs> okay. So the, like- the running, the running joke all week was like, Man, I feel bad for Taker. Like, why? I'm like, he had to squeeze into that suit three times this week just to walk out <laughs> because they, if you notice, well, both nights on WrestleMania, it's like, and the inductees. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, like, the second night, I'm like, wait, why did they do this again? Like, no one's just showing up for night two. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? mean? You know, I mean, because mania does cost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's true. That's true. I, it did feel like a copy and paste type situation, but yeah. to me, and maybe it's just because I'm a big fan, I could tell. Saturday's suit was not Friday's suit, but Sunday's was the same suit as Friday for sure. In my head, I was like, you probably went there like, hey, let me get three of them bitches right there. Same size, 38 <laughs> red. Let's go. Godfather <laughs> um, was like, hey, you buy two, you get a third free. <laughs> you know what? He's like, hey, you kind of owe me for them snakeskin pants. I'll let you borrow that one time. <laughs> like, the thing that I liked about Taker is what he opened up saying, like, I'm going to take y'all a little bit behind the curtain and I'm going to give y'all Mark Calloway, which he didn't have to do. He didn't have to do that at all. He could have just done that at vicariously all. with the documentaries and all the stuff they have him do out of character now, right? Mm-hmm. But I loved it because he explained why. He's like, I gave y'all Undertaker for this many years. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, in return, this is what this is this is what I'm gonna give y'all. And and I thought that was really cool. That was real special game. Something that if he wouldn't have said or even proposed, I wouldn't have took, you know, brought that against him. But the fact that he felt that comfortable. He's in Texas too, you know what I mean? Probably hit a little soft mm-hmm. spot, but I love the stories. I loved, uh, I loved his sense of humor too. Joking yeah. around, where he's, oh, I'm sorry, he wants me to call him a, what do you say, uh, Sir Mayor, the Mayor. Mr. Yeah, Mayor. Now, yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty. He's like, I mean, he only stole all my moves. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny too. He's trying to save it at the end, like you're doing better than me, but it's like he know, he know. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, Chalk Slam's pretty okay, and I was like, yeah, no, it's Chalk, but but, but that. Point. Yeah. But 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 the sudden knee drop, <laughs> knee knee jerk drop. To, I'm like, never been my favorite. But always. I mean, the when one I think about it, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say the one on his debut was devastating. But I hated it because I was a Taker fan. It was just like, why? I was just <laughs> gonna say, I'm like, maybe we hated it because we're like, who watches head? <laughs> he's, he's, man, watch the dead man. Um, what, what but, I'll say too is, um, yeah, yeah. you know, man, I'm I'm the resident Taker fan. That's he's who brought me to the dance. Um, Let's I got really boogie. fuzzy. I got really emotional watching it. Um, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, I really liked hearing about his him talk about his dad. Yeah, because I've often heard how his dad passed not too long ago. Uh, or maybe yeah. it was longer than that, but I always hear him, I always see photos of him with his mom. Mm-hmm. I've never seen, you know, so I really like that. I mean, there was a lot to relate yeah, the, to. And yeah, the story he told, people, I was going to say, the story he told about his dad at the table, yeah. the dinner table, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But I was going to say, what's crazy is, though, a lot of people were kind of 
uh, joking, like, oh, so is he going to take this on the road? Because they were really surprised at how well-spoken he was in terms of presenting. And, like, yeah. you know, he's got the, the Janet Jackson microphone joining. Hey, the, yeah, everybody was like, oh, man, we're about to get some motivational uh, tours. He, exactly. Going That's on. What I was going he, he kept coining the mental signature moves. So I'm oh. like, oh, is he going to start doing that? You know, because and, and one of the things he said, too, that touched me very well as a fan was, he was talking about how you never know. Well, he said, yeah, the exact story you said, or maybe was it his dad that said it or about, you know, the Pete. The, oh, the, yeah, the, 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 the toes you step on on the way yeah. up connected to the asses you have to kiss on the way down. Yeah. So when he said that, it was just like, you know, being respectful and you never know how like just a hi or thank you, how much that means to somebody. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, bro like that had me in my feelings a bit because i remember when i got a chance to meet him i there was nothing i could come up with i was so taken aback and all he said was hey how we doing and it was just like um i'm cool and i didn't even get that out bro you know it was just so like wow the undertaker just said hi to me that's crazy he's in front of me right now like it's funny because like you know, I know I joke about it a lot more now, but like when I got to meet Sean, mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was a few things. Obviously, you were excited for me in that situation, but I had the same. I'm like, what the fuck do I say to him that a million people didn't already say to him who was right in line before me? Right. And mm-hmm. you obviously feeling like that opportunity is fleeting for me. You, you know, you, you, you kind of just speak for me. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck do I say to this guy? Right. I mean, like, it, it's it's different. And I, and I attribute it to the fact that there was a lot of people there, so they were kind of moving the line a little bit. Okay, go, 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 go. You know what I mean? So it was like, I didn't really, I mean, yeah, do I have time to sit there and re- the, in line and think about it? But then by the time it's your turn, you're like, nope, he's heard that 20 times already. You know, you and know then, what's crazy about that, too, is even the days leading up to any of those meet and greets, you know, for Taker or for Sean, you know, for those who don't know, those are our top favorites, or at least in our top person, or, or our personal top three for sure yeah but it's like i i'm thinking now like i'm not even thinking about what am i gonna say i'm just like man i'm gonna bring this to get signed and i'm gonna take this photo and the whole time i'm I'm not thinking about i feel you though you're you're not even thinking about about that situation at all you're just like this is gonna be a cool (laughs) little thing and you're like let alone that he's gonna share like a small three second conversation with me like yeah like yeah that's like if i was walking that's like if we were still at Honda Center, right? And we knew WWE was in town and we were just mm-hmm. doing our job. And then like Brock Lesnar pulls up and we're like, oh, shit, it goes Brock. Hey, that's pretty cool. You know, because for us, just seeing them is pretty cool. And they're like, hey, man, what's going on? You're like, uh, uh hey, hey, Brock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're on a one name basis. Like, you know what I mean? So, I um, but you know what? Uh, shout out to all the other inductees as well. Um, yeah, Vader, Shad Gaspar. Queen Charmel, uh, the, the Steiner the brothers. Steiners. I think that's it. I'm trying to think, I feel like I missed one. Was there another one? Am mm-hmm. I tripping? We might be. Well, maybe yeah. not. Because I thought it was just five: Vader, Charmel, Shag Gaspar for the Warrior Award, Undertaker for the headline, and then Steiner's for the the tag team, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, hmm. I think so. But yeah, now that was a hell of a speech. I would say. That's next door neighbors to Scott Hall. Rest in peace. You know what I mean? In terms of most yeah, memorable speeches of all time. 
Oh no, I would definitely could be around the corner from Mr. T, but only because it's memorable for being so long. It's, it's memorable for the wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not on the same street. It's on the corner, maybe. Sh- shout out to uh, you know, that's the dude on the corner. You're like, oh, to go, what's his name again? And he just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, shout out. I, 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 I did. I did like the 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 cow story that the that Scott Steiner told about uh, Rand, um, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, oh yeah, I, I would love to know way more, but obviously only one of those parties are alive. I don't see myself being alone in the Shoney's with Scott Steiner anytime soon. So, no, yeah, but you know, also no. on Friday we had yeah Supercard of Honor. Yeah, boy. Let me just say it's hey, we we four months. We just started the fourth month. We're getting we're getting ready to get into the first quarter of the of 2022. But I will go on a limb and say. Best tag match already of the year, dude. I mean, yeah, and you know, and, and I, I don't want to bury the league because obviously there was other people that competed, but me personally, I knew why I was tuning in to see Supercard of Honor, and that was specifically to see FTR versus Dem Boys. The yeah, Briscoe. that was specifically the reason I was tuning in. Uh, but just to go over the rest of the card, uh, Swerve Strickland was there. He defeated Zane. Uh, Brian Cage. Uh, was revealed because we had this match that was supposed to be Tully Blanchard. He's got this new client and he's going against Ninja Mac. And then Brian Cage was revealed, uh, you know, the machine. So I've got to say, I'm not mad at the pairing. I just hope that there's a serious presentation that is going to be planned behind this because I like the, the veteran guy who's leading, you know, and don't get me wrong. Tully's kind of flubbed some promos too, but not as bad as Cage. Um, and so I kind of like the the veteran guidance of the, you know, this big machine. You know what I mean? I always think that that can work if done right. So, um, and then yeah, I also the got to add, go ahead. I was just say the only thing that worried me about it is like, well, we just saw what happens when you have a mouthpiece, you know, in Taz, which obviously we don't control how the way that they're going to book Taz or how Taz wants to be booked in that regard. But that was the only thing I was like, huh, it's not a bad client for a guy like Tully, but it's no. just going to be more the same. Or is it going to be well, different? You know what I mean? So I'll be honest. If I was looking at that roster at that time for AW, I wouldn't have put Ryan Cage with um Taz. With Taz. Yeah. He doesn't really fit, in my opinion. I think him being removed and Hobbs and Starks and Hook, that's to me, they've grown on me as a look, as a group, as a faction. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, it is uh, I should note that there was another tag match that was actually in the pre-show against uh i believe it's cheeseburger and uh eli isom uh they're known as the shinobi oh, yeah. shadow squad you remember we saw isom um mm-hmm. we were watching final oh battle. final battle yeah yeah i was like i was like i remember that name because we were trying to figure out that name we were we were in boston right when we were watching that yeah yeah because we yeah. were uh they went against against i think it was violence unlimited is that who it was yeah yeah, yeah 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 it was a big multi-man match but him and Cheeseburger are known as the Shinobi Shadow Squad, and they were taking on a um, new Sabot tag team because it was they were labeled as Tully Blanche's new tag team clients. This is prior to oh, the show. Okay. So Brian Cage is joined by uh, I'm not familiar with these two guys, but his name there's a guy named Khan K A U N. No, I know, no these you know those dudes are are like if yeah. you remember there was like that big gathering. And at the end of that Boston match, 
with uh, Shane, what's his name? Uh, Shane Promotions, Shane Taylor, and they had all those yeah. black wrestlers doing. Yeah, he was one. He was one of those guys that was in the in, in that whole thing. Really? Okay, he didn't. Yeah. See, maybe I was looking at the wrong guy, but Khan and a guy named Toa Leona, um, yeah. better known as the Gates of Agony. Yeah. So that's that's a thing. But other than that, um, yeah, man. Uh, oh shit, my bad. My my notes got a little messed up. There we go. Uh, we had, let's see, uh, yeah, Brian Cage, he defeated Ninja Max, squash. Jay Lethal actually turned heel to beat Lee Moriarty, but I really yeah. enjoyed the match really well. Yeah, uh, I did. Good story told. Mercedes defeated Willow uh, Nightingale for the interim uh, women's championship. Uh, very good match as well. Her, meaning uh, her and her and Deanna Perrazzo in the near future, yeah, which should be a banger. So. That, yeah. For sure. and of course, the match you had talked about, FTR against the Briscoes. And, and you know what? Chef's Kiss. I'm a roundabout, but FTR did become the Ring of Our uh, Tag Team Champions. Minoru Suzuki defeated Rhett Titus for the TV title. Yeah, he did. Wheeler Yuta won the Pure title, which I thought was very good in terms of storytelling because yeah. I, I don't know if Brian held that title before. Nah, I want to say yes, but it's it just kind of continues that aggressive streak and and map based, you know game whether it's mental physical whatever so i, I really like that rolling um of momentum like keeping it going for wheeler and then of course the main event jonathan gresham defeated bandito to become the undisputed uh roh world champion so and, and if you um, notice and, i thought it was kind of uh weird if you noticed that they ended up changing all the titles except for the the women's title technically yeah um and you know that's something we talked about. You know, I mean, I think we were we talked about an episode ago or so where the network wasn't keen on the Briscoes right away, and so it seemed like, you know, the plan was to just take the belts off of them so they wouldn't be kind of pigeonholed with that team until they knew how to present them. Or, I mean, I don't think you're going to send the Briscoes to sensitivity training. It's not happening. You know what I'm saying? But um like when and where just let us know where the class when and where the class is at. Yeah. You gonna you gonna drop us off in your big old jet Tony Kong? You gonna, you gonna <laughs> you pick know? us up? He got a bigger <laughs> yeah I don't even you know want to get I mean? into it. So, yeah yeah but uh yeah no but I will say too um some shenanigans in the main event Gresham one Jay Lethal newly heel comes out says hey man I should be the first all the things I've done for this company and for your career, I should be the first one to challenge. John DeGresham says, I agree with you, but your recent actions have shown you change, which means, you know, what he did to Lee Moriarty. Well, I mean, yeah, because which plays into the whole the rules of honor, like the code of honor ethics and stuff like that within the ring. So, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't yeah. blame him for it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I thought it was crazy. I didn't realize Sanjay Dutt. I know he left um, WWE and started working for AEW. I didn't realize he was going to be a vivid producer for ring of honor because he was out there earlier to like you know help i saw that yeah when it, it was him right? and i think was it carrie that was with him like they were like kind of looking and discuss it may have been him and yeah. carrie silking yeah. exactly so at this point lethal don't like the answer he pie faces gresham calls him i think garbage or a piece of crap they shove each other duck comes in tries to get everything under control then he hits uh, kind of a Triple H style snap as a Kurt Angle. <laughs> you know, he just spins around uh, and they just stomp out Gresham. Moriarty tries to come down to lend a hand. He gets uh, another uh, lethal injection. And then we get the reveal of the night, right? As lethal tries to raise the titles, let us know what's bound to happen. It's Samoa Joe debuting uh, for Ring of Honor. And then we learn quickly, not just for Ring of Honor, 
He was set to debut in AEW, which I'll get to in a little bit, um, you know, after the break. But that was a big deal. Um, and like I said, if we could just pivot back to this FTR Briscoe match, Jesus, man. That was uh, tag team I, I, I did just want to tell you, Brian Danielson, in fact, was the last pure wrestling uh, uh, ROH pure champion before they re- resurrected the title in 2020. See, that's storytelling right there. Yeah, because it was Jonathan Gresham, Josh Woods, who is the one that Wheeler Yuta just beat to win it. So, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that, that's pretty good. 20, 2006, crazy. All right. Yeah. But you know what I like? Years ago. Sheesh. I, I don't, uh, with FTR and Briscoe's, you know, when the when the FTR bum rushed in the final battle, I, it looks shoot. You know, there's a lot of cussing going on. It, it almost looked like a shoot. Especially and when, um, yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say, like, last time it was something like this was when Enzo and and Cass try to try to storm <laughs> fucking oh, Madison yeah. Square, right? And yeah, that other, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Oh, it was Brody King who was involved in that match, and he recently had an interview with um Chris Jericho, and they asked him about it, and he's like, "Dude, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, no one told us shit." So I, I I got the same vibes when I saw FTR come in. I'm like, "Oh no, the NA Street clothes. I, I I know that the truck is right outside running." Like, yeah. Probably in the driver's seat, padding the side. Let's go, let's go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was a shoot. Now I don't know what is shoot and what is not, but I'll say this: whatever that Hill, they, they understand tag team wrestling, 100%, right? Yeah. The Briscoes, I mean, they're not that decorated in the Ring of Honor for no reason. FTR is the best damn thing going today, tag team wrestling wise, for yeah. no reason. So. I, to me, they're they're yelling, you know, what, what was it? Uh holy shit before they even touch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what, when we have tag team look, did that. I was just gonna say, is we've seen it happen before, but in a tag match. Yeah. I think the only time may have been when it was like the Young Bucks versus the FTR the first time. Maybe. I was just gonna say that's probably the last time, but like, yeah, th- I mean, we weren't the only ones fully anticipating that that match to go down. And nah, it I... did not point, it actually gave more mm. than I expected mm-hmm. and you know what some people will say oh i wish it was in the AEW ring but i'll say this i think it worked better in a ring Absolutely. of honor you know Absolutely. it looked more raw it just it just was a it was a massive it, it gave it me really a was. nostalgic feeling like that energy we used to have when we used to go to more of the roh shows in the past and i think that's what made me more even down to the very end and know we're gonna get to the end but even when like how the bucks showed up yeah i didn't anticipate that big of a pop from an roh crowd for the bucks you know what yeah. I mean? So I thought all around it was pretty good, dude. Like, I, I don't have anything. Like, the only thing, I, you know, obviously I had to listen to Cornette because, you know, these are like probably two of his favorite tag teams. And they, they, his, I should have the same thing as him is like, there just wasn't really a proper build because nobody knew what was going on before the purchase yeah. of ROH to even have a form for this match to take place. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but yeah, it was weird at first to see that FTR was kind of working face in a sense, but. When you well, think about what they've been doing like, recently, it didn't really – it wasn't that bad. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I, I, I mean, I mean I'm that, that suplex to the outside was brutal. The what? The suplex to the outside? Ooh, yeah, yeah, definitely was. But to me, I feel like they kind of already let off being faced with that, like, semi – you know, when they got rid of Tully – that's a seed planted in my no, mind. No, no, that no, that I get, but that I felt like right. I didn't know and if that, that was just canon only to AEW because obviously, like you said, they jumped them mm. from before. So I'm like, good guys don't jump people. 
quote unquote. You know what I mean? Yeah, so no, that's, I, that's the only reason I, I was it, saying that. But but I think that sidestepping the Wardlow beef and going, hey, that's our friend. So that's between y'all. Yeah. Having a yeah. disagreement with MJF after the match, even though they got the win. You know what I'm saying? I, I, there's just been little things. So I, I kind of wasn't surprised. But I felt like they both were kind of faces because the crowd just appreciated both teams and what they're capable of. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I, I feel like that they they definitely had that home home crowd, uh, the Briscoes, mm-hmm. because, you know, they were going to... I feel like I had to happen in an ROH ring because they were able to get the mutual appreciation. You know what I mean? If it was like an AEW ring with AEW mm-hmm. fans, I don't know if the Briscoes would have got as much support because they like FTR so much. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, anyways, I don't want to spend too much, so much, you know, more time on this than we have to, but yeah, I really enjoyed this fucking treat for me. I mean, yeah, it's always a treat when I know it's a treat when, when Mark McFly initiates the, uh, the chat on it, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and, and I, you know, obviously we were talking about it. I saw him on Saturday for night one, so we were definitely chopping it up about it, but yeah. I, and I, I, and I, the only other thing I had to say about the ROH thing is uh shout out to Swerve too. He had a really mm-hmm. good match. I, maybe I'm I'm ignorant. I've heard I've heard and seen the name Alex Zane thrown around a lot lately. Mm-hmm. A lot of hype behind it. Unfortunately for me, I was not that impressed. If it, I mean it could have been just the match format or the layout, I wasn't that impressed with what I saw. I I'm very aware of his shooting star knees. I, he's not the first person to do it. It was cool to see that. But I mean, see, I'm, I'm know, the other way that we're like. I can tell he's got potential, but from my first time watching him, I don't feel like he had the best match. That's just kind of like it didn't really match the hype a little bit. But That's I feel, yeah. But that crunch wrap supreme, like you said, shooting star knee. I was just like, man, that's just so indie. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just like, yeah. You know, and I'm not trying to hate, you know, but I don't know. Just limits your trajectory a little bit. Not everyone's gonna be willing to take that bump but um yeah now ring of honor super card was uh really fun to watch but good way to kick off the weekend uh but yeah. as we go uh we did have saturday morning nxt stand and deliver their version of wrestlemania uh we did i think kick off with the was it the tag team match toxic nah. attraction no i they, think was it i, I could have swore it was a ladder match first no oh yeah you know what you're right you're right why is that up there i must say yeah now <laughs> you know you it was you Carmelo. It? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmelo, uh, Solo, Sokoa. Oh, I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah. Grayson Wall. Uh, we also had, uh, why can't I think of the third person or the fifth person? Because I already know it's going to be Cameron Grimes. What's, who's the other guy? Oh, oh, Santos. Santos yeah. Escobar, which he looked good in that, in that match. I, I, I'm not going to, I ain't going to lie. Like, I, I was thrown by the Ultimate Warrior <laughs> homage. I'm like, that's weird. Oh, that, that's, was, was, I didn't when, know what he when when you when you when you step back, you look, you're like lime well, green with the uh with the frills on the boots. I'm like, yeah, mm, you, okay. I didn't and, even think, and about I, think that. I think he had the orange trim on it too. But mm, okay. that's that that's you know, not even worth bringing it up since I already did. But yeah, no, it was a good match. There was some stuff where I'm like, all right, whatever, but um surprisingly. Like I said, I picked, I think I picked Grimes, right? Yeah, I picked Grimes just based on how they were booking it. And, you know, they surprisingly went that way. But there was a lot of people who didn't want him to win. They wanted, uh, I think it was uh, Santos to win. Yeah, I was going to say, Santos was getting a little pop there, man. Uh, we talked about it. I mean, like, it's crazy that he's only won the Cruiserweight. 
title. Yeah. He can be yeah, a really I, great representation and a, a representing champion for that brand. Oh, 100%. Wait, he, like, he not North America. That's right. Shit. Okay. Yeah. He was nah, chasing. Nah, he keeps dipping toes back and forth between, yeah, the, the North American and the, and the, the NXT. So it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, come on, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel you. When and where? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I put him up against a guy like ADR. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, comparisons, and there's, you know, there's plus and minuses. But for me, there's way more pluses on the Santos side. Like, his English is great. Like, yeah, oh, this yeah. is great. He has a million bucks. He has a crew behind him. He has a, 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 a lethal Latina watching his back as well. Like, That's right. He has a whole package, but he has no championship. That's the only thing he's missing with the with the presentation is the championship. Yeah, but they run out of reasons to believe in him, to be honest with you, man. Like, and then, and, and shout that, out, shout out to Electra because she got involved too. She jumped off the ladder. I was like, it was I was watching with Mark. I'm like, yo, did she just climb up? She, oh no, no, she don't want She didn't, she didn't jump off the ladder. She jumped off the top row. But I was like, yo, she about to climb up there with that thing. <laughs> it was just like, just, oh man, just shenanigans, That's man. That's pretty funny. Uh, and then, yeah, from there, I thought that was a good match to kick it off. Ladder match. Yeah, 100%. Uh, am I wrong? Did we have, was it the tag titles then, or was it the, was it Chaka nah. versus uh, Tony? So, yeah, this is, uh, I got, yeah, so I have Chompa versus Tony. Okay. This was, I wasn't mad at this match. It was just weird that, like, okay, DDT on, on Exposed Concrete, that I get, but then yeah. you throw them in the ring just to, like, kind of, like sh- like pie face him with your boot and then that's how you like pin him like i was like what the fuck <laughs> i just thought um at the end of the day champ just deserved a better opponent and match in my opinion but that's that's just me man i mean he did get the triple h cameo at the end so cool cool beans right let's sell it <laughs> let's sell that he's he's he was one of he was one of trips kids but no 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 more <laughs> you're on your own now kid i've raised <laughs> You should have been you should have been gone ages ago. We both know this. You stayed because you, you love this. You stayed because you love this place so much, son. <laughs> That's what it is. You got the juice now, son. You I've prepared, I've over prepared you for life outside the home. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Tony D with the win um, mm-hmm. and an unnecessary Don coronation. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck yeah. that was about. Uh, then there, there was the fatal four-way women's uh, championship match, which I was surprised. Mandy yeah, versus yeah. Cora versus Shirai versus Kaylee Ray. I thought for sure we was going to have a new one. Even I, I did pick Mandy, but I was just thinking like, there's a lot of, there's two girls, there's two other women in this match that I think could take it. <laughs> and I know oh, there's, yeah. there's four it, people it, in there, but there's only two other ones I was looking at. So. Definitely a good match. Um, I'm not even mad at the finish. I just didn't see it coming. You know, it made sense. I mean, so. of course we had to get Cora Jade who came and do a fucking ollie. Uh, she knows how to do a Canadian destroyer on the apron, so whatever. Yeah, everybody goes home happy. Um, the juice stand was out for Cora Jade. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the juice stand. I'll never forget oh, the man. juice stand. Was, they, hmm. they, they may even have a whole fucking van now. It's like a it's like a pop up shop. I'm like oh shit. <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, we had Imperium versus the Creeds versus MSK, which I'm not against. Like I mean, it was a good match, but I thought it was weird. For MSK to win the titles again, yeah. Um, because a the fans aren't 
steadily behind him like they were before when they first got him. But even back then, remember you and I were talking about how that might have been too much too fast. Because once I, you I, win yeah. the right away, what what else are you supposed to do? And like, not exactly, look, like, look what the, yeah, where they have numerous, you know, or not that you can't have numerous title reigns, but no one's look, no one's expecting that. Well, not right away. I mean, I think that's kind of what turned people off a little bit with, with Charlotte, even though they're like, well, just like her dad. So, you know, some people were like, OK, with it. But you look at it. Remember when they brought up American Alpha on SmackDown main roster? They did the same yeah. thing with them. Same thing. They, they put the belts on them. They ran through the whole tag division. There was nothing left for them to do. Yeah. Like, seriously, enough. like it, it like they kind of they, they, they ran. The they, they ran through the build way too quickly is what they did. But same thing um, with AOP. Hey yo, P. Yeah, you're right. Um, hey, yo. <laughs> um, we also got L A Knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, like, I want to save a little bit for him. <laughs> uh, versus uh, Goon <laughs> Goonta. <laughs> Goonta. The Goon. Man. Oh man, uh, Imperium Goon. Uh, I can't do this. It. Was actually a really good match, man. Yeah, and remember I told you you were talking about uh, whether or not the styles are gonna match, but he, he was chopping down a tree a little bit, wasn't he? Like he he yes, was actually was. give yeah, you know. And um, I enjoyed this match. Obviously, the right guy won, but it just was all for nothing. And uh, we'll get to that uh, after the break yeah. of two point oh. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, then yeah, tag match: Toxic Attraction versus Raquel and Dakota. Another waste of time, but new tag champs. Yep. Yep. And we'll get to that later. Yeah, yo, we might hear it twice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we had Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker, uh, NXT Championship. Uh, they had a really good match, too, but th this is my problem with this, dude. Why do they keep giving this guy these entrances that are like, if you if you notice that they try to make it a little bit less conspicuous this time, right? Last time, it was like the old NXT logo, and he just like crashes through it like he's juggernaut, right? Yeah. This time... It's the same. It's the old NXT logo, but they filled it in with the rainbow stuff inside. So it's like, hey, it's the new look, but it's still the same old placement. You know what I mean? Then they get this guy a fucking NXT adorned, like matching chainsaw to chop right through the end. I'm like, why do we keep destroying the old NXT logos? We've already got this already. We understand the transition has already been in place for many, many months. We get this because it doesn't even feel like black and gold in any way, shape, or form. But now that Ciampa's gone, is that why you have to do that? Is that just, okay, and now? Like, you know, because everyone was like, Triple H had to come out because if Triple H didn't come out, you know, it kind of it makes everyone know that black and gold is officially gone and dead. Like, Ciampa was the last strand, and he's gone now. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot to bring that up. Yeah, that, I thought that was a nice touch, but you could tell he wasn't expecting him to come out. That definitely got his emotions out. Uh, Champa, which you don't really see a lot of emotions. Son from, of a but... bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what that was. <laughs> that little tingle but, uh, in the back of your throat. <laughs> like standard liver wasn't bad. Um, I don't know. It just didn't feel like a like a takeover to me. But I, I guess we're we're not What's doing take. Yeah, more, I was gonna right? say a takeover is black and gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. you're right. What do you mean you didn't like the you didn't you didn't like the PLE? Huh? No, no. The first one, no, the first one that they've had, uh, not on TV. Huh? No, 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 not really. But I will say, yeah, you're right. I think the takeovers are exclusive to that era, and that's fine with me. So, yes, yeah, but, um, but later that night, my dude, we had night one WWE WrestleMania 38, Dallas, Texas. Was it Dallas? Yeah, it was Dallas. No, 
Uh, they nah. said Dallas, but it was Arlington. <laughs> I kept saying Dallas, but when you go and check the, the it's it's Arlington. So I don't I don't know. Mm. It's Dallas. Well, you know how they do it, man. It's like remember for a while. Oh, you, oh, you mean like Hollywood? Even though the SoFi Stadium is in fucking Inglewood, yeah. That. Or or, or if you're <laughs> uh, from the California area, OC area, I remember for a while it was the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. They still do that. That's what they're still called. It's insane. Oh, they still- and that's, that's yeah that's, that, that's why i've like that was i didn't really like i was whatever with the angels right i love the angels in the outfield so that got a kind of got me on you know what i mean on team mm-hmm. angels and then when i heard that los angeles angels of anaheim i'm like oh y'all lost me forever like nah y'all y'all don't, they- y'all don't none of y'all would even set foot in la like y'all talk shit about the fans in la let alone y'all claiming la i was like nah man yeah, but it goes both ways and that, that's not me trying to defend but king's nah, fans nah. They- Groves and they're rude as hell when they come over to to the uh not the pond but the honda center but i digress but uh no you're yeah, right <laughs> they they come yeah, in and act like they live there bro yeah yeah, yeah the at&t stadium at arlington texas whatever i just had to make sure yeah. i wasn't crazy oh no yeah you good arlington dallas it's all the same but you night know? one uh we did kick off uh i believe it was the was it the usos taking on yeah we had usos and and uh nakaboog um Book. Shout out, you know, I, I was just gonna say heart goes out to Boogs because um I thought that that was part of the match. Apparently, him getting hurt was not. Yeah. And you know, I don't know who was originally gonna take the match, but they were professional. I mm-hmm. thought it was just part of the match, and then you hear later, you know, when as soon as you're like, I'm like, oh, they're doing the quiet talking. Okay, something's something like they usually don't go like they wouldn't make it a point to give you an update on somebody as Lower on the card is boobs, like an injury. You know what I mean? They usually yeah. wouldn't circle back to that, but the fact that they did later in the night and they were saying that he had a what is it, it said like a, a quad tear right off his knee. Yeah, yeah, I think oh. that's is what they said, which is sad, you know. But at the same time, I wasn't really sure the trajectory of his character, especially being paired with Shinsuke. Like it was cool for a while, but I just it's, feel like it's, it's overwelcome to stay. It's definitely yeah. overwelcome to stay. Yeah. Like there's no amount of table dancing that Pat can do at this point that's yeah. going to make like it more. You know what I'm saying? So you're not, you're not lying. After I saw it live, the Pat McAfee mm-hmm. dancing, I was good then. I'm like, it was like awesome the, the film in it, and I'm like, okay, well I've seen it, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can we can can we do something new? Maybe we could do something new. I don't know. Um, a lot of people thought they were going to win because they had like the whole Mike's Heart Lemonade. Like there was a bunch of video commercials that were on YouTube that people were following. So a lot of people thought they were doing this for like a moment. You know, they always do those moments, uh, which yeah. we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, but I did finish though, the whole hair grab hair pull to the super kick and right into 3d. Like if, if that was an audible, that was a very, like I was going to say, I was, that's why I said it was real professional because it looked like it would mm-hmm. win according to plan. Yeah. You know, so yeah. But, but Sean Devari, he, uh, yeah, Sean Devari produced that one, but Ustos took that. Uh, the next we had Drew McIntyre taking on Baron Corbin, uh, Madcap Moss in the corner. Um, this wasn't anything except everything Drew wanted with a live crowd, which I think he got last year, which is that whole three, two, one Claymore thing. Yeah, um, but the, but but then they had the uh, I got a sword. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chop through the ropes, but even though it chopped through the first two like butter and to bounce off the third one, we don't even talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be I'll let you know. I'll be you'll be surprised who actually produced that one because I'm thinking that was, was that your idea, uh, Chris Park, the really? former of this. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's funny because I heard he had a he had a special uh, entrance plan, but at the last minute he nixed it. He chose to nix it. Drew, yeah, yeah, I heard. But the people got paid though. Still, yeah, they got paid and they got all access tickets to watch the show. I'm like, hey, yeah, I know. I told, <laughs> like, I'm like, man, I told a lot of people I was going to do this gig, but this ain't bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this ain't a bad trade off. Yeah. Uh, we uh, also had yeah. uh, what Mysterio. Oh, do you have more on that match or? No, no, I was going to say, yeah, Mysterio is taking on The Miz and uh, Logan Paul. I almost want to say Paul Logan, which I just it, realized. It's like, weird. Paul, it's like Paul Hogan. Yeah. Uh, fucking Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to say it, man. Um, I don't think he was better than Bad Bunny. I think he's in the same league as Bad Bunny. Yeah. Um, but he did pretty well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Work, get the, the Miz kicks, and it just seemed like it was all pomp and circumstance. I thought he had a great entrance and he was feeling it. He had the right vibe, but you know, the power slam he hit the blockbuster. He hit. He yeah. Hit. The blockbuster was actually, I was like, Oh, that was pretty yeah. fluid. Like, okay. The three egos, the fucking frog splash. That was yeah, all hey, great. No lie. We've seen people try to hit the three amigos and, and, and have that smooth uh, of a, of a yeah. rotation. But yeah, that frog so. splash was impressive too. But, yeah, yeah, um, I, I, like I told, I, told, I was like, uh, it was better than, I was like, it wasn't better than Dominic's, but it was definitely better than the one Sasha does, right? <laughs> it's like, I was like, I feel like he had, he had great form, and he's like, oh shit, how do I land my body on just I, I just land on yeah. the mat right there? Like, it's like, I think Sasha <laughs> has some. Sometimes she has good form, not all the time. It's not consistent, but I'll say for the first times, if someone told me, hey, Logan, uh, Logan Paul is going to hit a frog splash at Mania on Mysterio, and it's to get total heat. I'll be like, it's gonna be trash, but it, it was good. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know, when you when you build it up like that, you're like, oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> they should have just put Jeremy Piven in that bitch. Who gives a fuck, right? Like, <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the only my only complaint was the end. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, because he never. I don't even think he addressed it on Monday, and I know we'll no. get to Monday. And, and, but, and what we're talking about is post match. They had a little quick little victory pose, uh, Miz and Logan Paul, <laughs> and then Miz just kind of gives him this look, and in my head, I'm like. Why is he about to attack him? And then he did. He hits him with the skull crush finale. Um, he obviously no sells it because he's up like ten seconds later. No, like, but, but you know what? what the though? F, bro. I, I don't want to say he didn't no sell it. I just think maybe the camera shouldn't have panned to him so quickly. That's like, true. That's very true. He was running all around and feeding off the crowd. Like, yeah, I just did that, you know. But it really, it really would have worked better later on in the night if he's had an interview going i don't he, he thinks i need him he was on my coattails i'm a bigger star than logan paul and the paul brothers or something but we got nothing i i, I got a i got one one re uh rebook mm-hmm. and this is only because uh on the tales of, of the hall of fame it would have been funnier if you would have had jtg come out in full garb and try to run uh try to rob logan paul of that pokemon card that could have been fun. That that actually really, yeah, could have been fun. And I, you know, it's funny you say that too. I thought, you know, well, now I'll, I'll plug it. Uh, I had an idea as well for Braun Breaker, but I'll I'll save it for the. Uh, I know you wanted to get into some of the things. Oh yeah, no. Raw. but uh, yeah, Adam Pierce, Shane Helms collaborated on that on um, producing that match. Uh, I gotta say, one of the matches of the night was next: Bianca versus Becky Lynch. I'm surprised and this didn't open the night. This should have opened the. Yeah, this should have opened the night. Um. But this was a great match. Great match. Great, great match. Story. Yeah. Like, you know, I felt bad because as soon as they ran that replay back of the, I don't want to say it was a botched Molly go round. Uh, it kind of was, but it's, you know, it, 
it still was offense, but it wasn't what was planned. And so seeing in slow motion her heel hit her eye, I was like, yo, that's a black eye for sure. Yeah. This, it was like, know? there's there's some hits where we're like, whoa. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that uh, that in slow motion looked like that. How does it look? It looks more painful in slow-mo than it does in regular. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but yeah, she can't. Yeah. And then I don't know if you saw the picture. I mean, she already posted her eye the next day. It was, yeah. but she was able to get some uh, makeup on it. It was still closed, but she was still able to, you know, kind of suppress the swelling. But yo, badass women, badass women rule, dude. Like, no, no, straight up. Shout out to like, Bianca. Shout out to Becky. Um, and I yo, think I sent you. She's been writing right, so it seems like Becky's like. It seems like this is going to be the start of a really good rivalry, in my opinion. Because I'm I'm tired of Becky and Charlotte. Becky needs something else to do. I wouldn't be I mean? mad at Becky and, and Bailey, but one of them had, would have to be face, right? You yeah. Know what I mean? sure. so, um, yeah. And uh, Tyson Kidd and Molly Holly collaborated on producing that one. Oh, they got Tyson back producing because I know there were some issues before where a lot of the women that came in yeah. for the Royal Rumble were like getting like, hey, what's what's up with, with Tyson? Like, hey, where's your boy? That's, that's my and guy. Want- <laughs> yeah. Hey, where's where's my guy at? Yeah. So- where's my guy? I loved uh, Bianca's entrance. And then uh, what was cool, I found out, was the gear she wore was actually concept uh, art that was made by a fan from 2020. Oh, that's so cool. Because that really cool. I saw yeah. her say it had Becky's lips on her butt. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, I that was I was surprised, um, maybe I'm wrong, but I was surprised they, that she did not do the hair whoop again. Because it was such a big deal when she hit her the first time uh, on Raw. Yeah, you know? you know what? Yeah. And then they had they played into that whole injury angle and stuff like that. As a reason, mm-hmm. yeah, that is interesting that they didn't go to it. I mean, obviously, I, I think it's they better that, eat, but I, I think it's better that she doesn't go to it every time. Because remember, we used yeah. to see, see her do it quite a bit when she was first getting her run started in NXT, and yeah. it was cool. But then, when you imagine if she she would have been doing it this whole time that she's, you know, what I mean, it, it would have got old. Yeah, so got a really got it. Would have been like the finger snap spot for Marty or the pocket spot for Orange in the sense where it kind of comes gimmicky and guaranteed to happen in every match whereas if it like, does like it- yeah it's like let's not let's not do it to the point where it becomes the cobra and we're like oh mm-hmm. here it comes <laughs> it's the <laughs> cobra they, they gotta sell this if you it's funny only one person didn't sell the cobra which is small side side street story like when you go back and look everybody fucking sold the cobra and got beat by it the only person who didn't get beat by it was daniel bryant it's just good. Yeah, that was in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, but isn't that crazy, though? You're yeah. like, yo, I remember that movie. It was so dumb. You're like, yeah, but he beat everybody with it. You're like, wait, what? He mm-hmm. did. He did. Every, yeah. Oh, Anyone by the way, I just, I just want to pat myself on the back for making that distinct uh, prediction that Drew McIntyre would be the first one to kick out of the, uh, the end of days, and he was. Yeah, you did. I was going to tell you. I almost want to give you an extra point for that because you had that on point. Uh, next match we had, though, uh, that was definitely on point. Definitely, I it, it's a nominee for match of the night as well. It's got to be Seth Rollins taking on the American Nightmare, debuting for WWE, Cody Rhodes, not debuting, returning to WWE. Uh, you called it as well. You could have got a, another point for you think he's going to bring his song and all that. And I was just like, nah, man, they wouldn't plant all those seeds. And, the, and he brought his, he, he, you're right, he brought his new song. Um, you know, and uh, Jamie Noble actually produced this match, which I was like, Yeah, you did your thing on that because it was really. <laughs> but did, did you? I meant to take, did you hear that? Uh, that chant for Jamie Noble? I forgot what match it was where he had to get involved 
it was him mm. and uh, him and another uh it was like post oh, post match where, where him and another body yeah yeah with somebody where they, they came down and they had to like hold somebody back and then you just hear the crowd jamie noble or like thank you oh, thank you jamie <laughs> it was like yeah, these. Got I, mean, that I, I was that like, I forgot. I forgot how much of a troll the uh, the WrestleMania crowds are. So I was like, oh, I forgot. Oh about yeah. That shit. yeah um, but uh, I'm gonna try to just run through some of this stuff just to kind of cut out some of the news. Um, you know, a lot of people are, are trying to figure out the details on the new contract. Um, and he actually does suddenly comment on the AEW departure a little bit too, because he did an AEW thing at a WWE event, and that's he hit the media. <laughs> he did the media run right after so the scrum or whatever but um one thing to know something that's part of his uh you know th- that i found out about this whole pitch wwe vince and bruce pritchard came to him flew to him to talk to him about this deal so that's one thing because who does that anymore you hear I, about i it. can definitely tell you that a lot of that is probably because of nick khan wanted him that bad because i heard he wanted him really bad so i wouldn't be surprised yeah. he's like go out and fucking get him like you know what i mean as the president like yeah. go fucking go uh court him let's get this shit done type shit so that doesn't surprise me yeah yeah and then also one of the caveats is that i do believe he's gonna be able to retain a lot of his tv projects and movie or you know film stuff and you know he does the stuff with Stephen mal and things like that um He's set to executively uh, produce the, you know, WWE legends. They have the doc. I was just going to bring that up because I heard him yeah. and Dustin were already like, they already got the okay from Tony a couple months ago, whether he was going to be with the company or not to go and do that. So oh, I guess, okay. you know, him and his brother will finally be like, Hey man, how's it been over there? The fuck out of here. <laughs> you fucking loved us. You loved us. <laughs> but they might be on some, well, we got Cody now. We don't really need Dustin. You know, you know what I mean? I, well, I heard it was uh it's not associated exclusively with AEW, the production, the producer stuff. So no. yeah, yeah, but yeah, I heard that yeah, whether it didn't matter what company they were gonna be in, basically that they were both already gonna yeah. be signed on and okay to go and film for that shit. So um, but yeah. that's very interesting because we've seen a lot of them before, but none with you know them really mm-hmm. narrating how it goes. So I'm definitely interested to see how that's gonna gonna turn out. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. I'm just going to try to blow through these um, quotes. Cody talking about his uh, contract. It may be the most complex document ever drawn out in the history of our game. This is a full multi-year commitment, not a part-time deal. They bet on me, so I'm going to bet on WWE. I'm really looking forward to it. He comments, uh, I believe this is per Ariel Hawani. He said, I said I never want ever want to see Stardust ever again, and I never want to see hear it or talk about it and it was the handshake and that was all that was needed apparently that happened uh during the sit down at his home so he was very firm about i need to be the american nightmare character and they were on board with that um yeah, the day that, of go ahead, go ahead. Go, no 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 go ahead i don't want i don't want to get the day of the show he was talking about he was on his bus i uh, said everybody had come on the bus to say hello to i heard about this yeah yeah what, what might happen the very last one was triple h my former assistant from AEW came as a friend and he was on the bus. He knows the world's worst kept secret is that Hunter is actually my favorite wrestler. That was really touching. And especially you've got to put it into perspective. I talked a lot of smack. I destroyed his throne. I was very loud, very intent on getting angry. I was just angry. And that was just a moment of no anger because why would I be angry? You guys are paying me this absurd amount of money and I get to be me. I get to be me, especially coming from where I had left. 
there's nothing to be angry about. So I was, I, I didn't, you know, I, I, I was surprised to hear that him and, well, not surprised, but you, you're like, I wonder what's going to happen when they run into each other type of thing, you know, because they're also making fun of him on BTE for a little bit, you know, yeah, they are. Yeah. you know, uh, in terms of AEW, he says there were things about money and creative control. They were printed as facts. Yeah, I heard been- about this where he, he's been maintaining that it's been a, more of a personal matter between them two well, rather than yeah, any of the, said- the professional stuff that we've been talking about. Like you said, the money and the the booking power and all that stuff. It, yeah. As much as he says, it, it didn't it didn't really play any factor in, in his decision to, you know. Yeah, I mean, he said it was a personal matter. They couldn't move past it. He's got nothing but respect for Matt, Nick and Kenny. He's rooting for Tony Khan. He says, ultimately, I felt like we were drifting apart, but yeah. I can't comment on the personal nature. Nothing nefarious or scandalous, just we couldn't agree. Nothing but respect for him, his family, and the infrastructure over there. And he actually even said, I don't think I want a management job in wrestling ever again. I don't think I was mature enough for it. Never say never, just in general, because in just six years, we're having this conversation, and I've completely gone back on what I've said. So that, that was like, oh, okay, well, at least you're owning it because it's still weird for, a, you know, a fan of Cody's like me to be like, that's so cool. You're back over there after all the things you said and did. After all like, the derogatory statements, this is just so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, I, I did love some of the side stuff. Young Bucks, when he did debut at Mania on their Twitter, they put WTF. I thought we were doing all in two, you know, just to be funny. Um, and then uh, later on, you know, we'll bring up Raw, but apparently in the dark match, Kevin Owens took on uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and he he hit him with a super kick and hits the the Young Bucks pose. Did you see that? Yeah, and then the Bucks <laughs> actually responded by saying, "What up, Kev?" on Twitter, and then he wrote, "Hi, friends." <laughs> oh <laughs> man, that would be funny. Yeah. Which, oh man. But, um, yeah. So that's on Cody so far. I'm sure more stuff will come out. You know, yeah, obviously, I think the biggest thing, I mean, look, I'm not going to shit on Charlotte and Rousey. Their match shouldn't have went on last. It was an okay match. I didn't need a ref bump. There was a lot of stuff that they could have, they could have just left it and make it more pure than than all the stuff they do to try to make it different. Yeah. Um, I will say that, and and this is the only thing I'll give to Rhonda is that she looked, you know, very, what's the word? Her cardio looked way more improved than when we saw oh, her come back at the Rumble. I didn't yeah. think the match was even going to be this long. Me and Mark were even saying that can she even is she even capable of having a match this long? Um, yeah, it we was way surpri- too. Well, we were surprised the match was that long, and then we still had the Stone Cold stuff. Um, which yeah, seriously, obviously that long and then end with a big boot was fucking stupid. I, I I told Mark, I'm like, so she just saw NXT stand and deliver and was like, oh, that Tony D guy, he knows what he's doing. You know what? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to hit a boot, too. <laughs> just yeah. called it quits. Um, uh, this was produced by Pat Buck, uh, who also produced uh, the Roman Brock uh, match on night two. He actually collaborated with Mike Hayes on that. Only one yeah, thing that was left the day after uh, Mania, um, he just basically said, you know, he's the complicated thing he, he has so far um but i guess he has a wrestling school with brian myers in new jersey uh now, creative they, pro they, they yeah they've been at a that, that yeah yeah that, that's kind of like I've heard of it. i didn't realize that pat buck was attached to that so yeah that, that's kind of that's been his thing and if you remember 
that whole story about big cast, you know, freaking freaking out on Joey Janela at an indie show. That yeah. was his show. It was the it was his. Uh, oh, OK. It was Pat Buck's farewell because he was that's when he just got hired for WWE. So that's why everybody was like pissed off. Like, why would you do it at this tribute show and yada, yada, yada. So, um, but yeah, the only reason why I wanted to bring it, cause we still have night two. We haven't even talked about night two, but obviously yeah. I, I want to get your hot take on stone cold versus Kevin Owens. Me personally, me personally, the talking segment was way too long for the amount of time they made everybody wait for that segment to finally show up. And the reason I say that is because even though on the West Coast, it was almost nine o'clock for us, it was almost midnight for the East Coast. So I can only imagine they're like, dude, when the fuck is Stone Cold coming on TV? You know what I mean? It's almost 12 a.m. You know what I, I mean? Was, um, yeah, KO talked a little too long. Yeah, it was just I a long, long, it was just a long, yeah. long drawn out. Like yeah. if the match was going to be that long anyways, <laughs> it shouldn't have been that long talking segment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can, I can understand if they knew the physical was gonna not it was gonna be shorter, so they would draw yeah. it out. But for it both to be both segments of that or be both pieces of that segment to be, you know, that long, I thought that was real strange. Yeah, but I was, was at least like 30, 40 minutes of of happening going on, right? And, yeah, collectively, I would they, say so. Yeah, they did like fifteen minutes almost. And yeah. don't get me wrong, when he said no holds barred, I was like, okay, there it is. There's the handicap, the the thing they're gonna lean on to get out of this. You know what I mean? But I was surprised. I mean, I'll, I'll say this: him walking out, coming back out with the with the ATV, classic stuff. Calling him a jackass, everybody calling you an asshole. Calls him a sack of shit on live pay per view. Love that. Um, you know, the mud hole stunts were a little slow, but. You know, it's fine because he took that fucking suplex on the floor. Bro. And I was like, oh, he going back to the fucking 90s, 2000s. Like, he's just taking these reckless bumps. Like, I was like, yo, like, you you don't have to do this. (laughs) I was like, Steve, do you you don't have to. But, you know, uh, shout out to Kevin. He was as safe as he possibly could be. And Mm -hmm. I didn't, the reason why, okay, so when he went back to get the ATV, I remember I was looking at Mark, I'm like, I was like, I bet you he's going to go back. He's going to come back out. No shorts and the vest on. And he's like, no, nah, he's not. He's probably going to come out with the ATV. I'm like, nah, fuck that, dude. I'm like, he always comes out with the ATV. Then he comes out with the ATV. I'm like, yeah, you was right. <laughs> I was like, because yeah. when I saw him come out with just a shirt and the, and the, and the, and the jeans, I was like, okay, he's going to get, you know, he has the knee braces on, so he's going to get physical, but I don't yeah. think this is going to be a yeah. match. And then you're like, oh, he's wrestling. And then I thought about him like, well, Kevin always wrestles with a shirt on, so yeah, yeah. See, that's what got me is when Kevin came out in gear. I was like, "Oh, you don't." You yeah, that's how I knew. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep, yep. So, but no, I thought that was a good way to go off the air um, for night one for sure. I mean, stunners was great. It's always good to see him hit a stunner. He's you know, Brian Saxton got one. A uh, Byron Saxton, not Brian. I mean, he does. He did the uh, classic. Oh, I'm gonna drink beer. Oh, you're getting up. Let me stun you again. You know, the KO. Yeah, I, the, I, I laugh at that because every time someone new walked into the ring after he was obviously on a fucking, <laughs> he's like, why would you get in the ring with a guy that's like on a roll with these sounders, right? And then every time I'll be like, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen that, that, uh, that, uh, that reel where it's like that guy at the MMA show. He's just like, kick him in the dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was like, I was like saying that the you know he's always kicks Byron in, and he always kicks Byron in the balls, dude. So I was like, yeah, kick him in the dirt. Yes, get another stunner in. Like, yeah, dude. It's, 
it was it was fun though i will say that my my nostalgia mm-hmm. uh balloon popped on that one um, i mean not everything was was top notch but it was a fun night one is what i'll say for yeah, sure especially and, the crescendo at the end yeah the uh, only yeah, I was going to say, because I, I got asked about asked about it a lot before it showed up. They're like, well, what do you think he's going to do? Like, what do you think he should do this? You think he should be, should be like this? And I, I was yeah. like, no, nah, it should be something short. And I mean, like, you know, because I kept saying he shouldn't have, you know, went past uh, was it 32. Like, he should have been, you know, cool with doing the thing with Sean and uh and Mick. So I didn't know yeah. how this was going to go. I didn't know what his range of motion was. I don't know what his, you know, I don't know what his abilities were, are. Mm-hmm. So... To see what it was and to see him, you know, what it ended up turning out to be. Like I said, I probably would just shorten some of this, you know, some of that. But, hey, man, my hat goes off to the Texas Rattlesnake for sure. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. And the fact that they were able to pull something like this off, I thought was really cool for the for the fans. But, um, of course, I'm I'm just going to run through night two, man. Um, Yeah. Women's Tag Championships, Fatal 4-Way. It was Sasha and Naomi taking home the gold. Uh, That was a kickoff night. It didn't kick off. The, oh, you're right. No, it didn't kick off the night. It was the Prophets first. Um, oh, it was the three way, right? Yeah. Uh, it was RK, RK Bro, uh, Alpha Academy, and Street Prophets. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, basically, the main takeaway was um, the insane cutters or RKOs, right? I mean, yeah. what's the name? Hit the. It's going to be weird to say. Off the top, bro. The, R- the bro. the RK Bro. This, yeah. should just, this should just be called the RK bro. Yeah, it really should be his version, right? Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, I got the whole Chad Gable, Gable Stevenson thing. Unnecessary. And, yeah, I mean, like, he I, I heard rumors that they were gonna quote unquote jumpstart whatever they had for him at Mania, but I'm like, there's no reason to. Yeah, there really is no. There's no urgency at all. Like, but whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it, and it just doesn't. It's like, so what are we gonna do? Oh, they're fighting because it's gable versus gable oh man let me see uh, this time in a month we're just gonna have uh he's just gonna be known as chad and otis they're, they're only gonna have one name you know and they already <laughs> took otis's last name and then so what like that's why i understand like there's certain people that walk around like butch but butch is kicking it with rich holland but rich holland kicks it with sheamus so yeah. only two of them get a, only two only only one of them get a last name like i'm like uh, it, it doesn't make sense to me so so it's like Chad Gable and Otis. Like, now nah, you're gonna be Chad soon because Gable's going to Stevenson. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, I, sure. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't have... in Omos. Yeah, Bobby and Omos wasn't. I mean, it was a for what it was. It was like it was okay. Um, mm-hmm. like it was crazy to see how little he made Bobby look. That yeah. was the crazy part. That for me. was insane because Bobby usually looks like the biggest motherfucker in the ring. Yeah, it's yeah. Brock's not. You know what I mean? So it's just like, oh shit! Like it, it, it was but, like it was like when you see uh, Kali versus Batista, you're like, what in the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like how is this? Why? How does he make him look small? Drax mm-hmm. of all people. Uh, um, after what was it the Knox Sami Zayn Knoxville match after that? Yeah, yeah, that was wacky. But you know what? That felt like an old school twenty four seven house. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it, it definitely had a Crash Holly feel to it. Um, not a whole lot of expectation leading to this. I did think it was hilarious. Like, I do. I, I mean, I, I just said, like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to use Wee Man, right? He's going to be in there. Yeah. I forgot about fucking Party Boy, man. Party Boy made me yeah. pop, bro. I was dying. Like, and in the fact that the crowd remembered, I was like, that's cool. Pop. Yeah, you dude. Like, oh, you just going to, and don't get me wrong. 
I'm not the guy that's going to be like, yeah, ripped him, <laughs> you know, ripped him breakaway sweats off, bro. But it was like, ah, you're not really doing it. And I get it. It's WWE, the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And then he did it. I was like, okay, there we go. Because I was going to say, I'm, I'm like, when you back, you guys were still PG when you had uh, the DX making cock jokes at Vince McMahon and they had yeah. fucking Big Dick Johnson running around with a G-string. It's like, what? You just, you just can't half-ass nostalgia. You know what I mean? So that's why I was glad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was smart the way they uh, they did the hand thing, you know, that smack, the big old smack machine. I thought that was Oh, funny. yeah. I remember I, that. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. Uh, everyone's been making these memes like, oh, Mark Henry and May, May Young's. Oh, bro. Did you see what he said? <laughs> no, what do you say? He said, all, all I do is make generational talent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good sport, dude. Yeah, what a good sport, dude. Because he knows. I, I, it's the little things, man. I love Wee Man doing the the Hogan uh, scoop slam. To oh, dude, that's, that's why. That's why I was saying to say, I'm like, dude, that was pretty. That's pretty epic. Like, yeah, like it was. You know, uh, but I mean, uh, it was weird. But I mean, there, there were some botches in the match. But you know, what are you yeah. gonna do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Did These guys see? don't usually work on live TV. They work you know, with edits and, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. You so, know, uh, but then they also work at, like, bears and, you know, crazy shit that you can't control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. For Zane's attire, if you notice, very subtle in the jackass mm -hmm. font. It's at Sammy Zane forever. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, too. So I thought that was really cool. But, good, again, yeah. not, a, not a very entertaining match, I will say. Very fun. So uh, We had, uh, was it the tag championships after that, or was yeah, it the yeah, day yeah. match? Yeah, oh, yeah, so... Fatal Four Way yeah. Women's Tag Match: Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Sasha, and Naomi versus Natalia and Shayna against the reigning champs Carmella and Queen Zelina. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but Sasha and Naomi actually take took home the gold. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you saw that picture that they took with uh with Bianca with all of them holding their new championships. Hey. I'm like, that's pretty. That's a pretty good picture. Pretty cool. I like picture. that. Yeah. Um, I was like, Team Bad Part Two. What's up? What's going on? Mm -hmm. Um, it'd be kind of lit though. Uh, 0.0. Oh no! They're like, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> they would just never have to call each other PMS. They're like, man, that was pretty mean, sis. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> this is real low key. You guys, oh man, oh man, uh, um, probably uh, one of the better matches on the card. Edge AJ Styles, man. Um, I saw, I heard, I, I read that PD Williams. By the way, Vince does not want anyone calling him PD. No, 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 no. It's like Peter, Peter. doesn't yeah. want anybody. So he made it where it's an edict. Like, no, he's either Peter or Pete, but never Petey. <laughs> it's just like, I want to be at Scott Steiner this weekend. I'm sure he did. Oh, how, how, we, how do we not even see a picture of them this weekend? Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, um, what I liked about this match, well worked, very, very well done. Um, the interesting part about this is I don't even want to say it was a dusty finish. It was more of like a reveal type of thing where Damian Priest, who I know went against AJ leading up to this match at some point a few weeks back, um, made his presence known. And right when he was going to capitalize with that phenomenal forearm, he looked, you know, looked at him and just took too much time, got speared out of uh, the air like he did to Rey Mysterio years ago, um, got the win. Um, and apparently this faction is set to be called the unholy alliance and um mm, that's that's kind of to them that's like it's like inner circle that's like that's like <laughs> we're called the dynamic duo like you know it's just like yeah i see what you're saying yeah but i will say this the two the uh the two names i've heard pitched for this though which it's just it's, 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 it's honestly just like two-man power trip 
Uh, think about it. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But apparently, this is going to be a bigger group. Um, I heard you know, some. That's why yeah, I think, think Brother King yeah. took shots and said his wish.com house of black, which I thought he already, the same thing. He already walked you know? it back like, relax, it's a joke, y'all. I'm like, I'm like, yo, don't succumb to fucking internet pressure, bro. Just fucking do yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, so Rhea Ripley might be someone that will join the group. Really? Think, yeah. That, that's actually. Yeah, that's interesting seeing what happened recently. Because uh, someone said that Natalia was rumored to be in it. I'm like, no. I I've never heard that. Oh, just because of the Canadian connection? That's, that's why I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, how are they going to do that when it's like, what are we going to get like vignettes of Beth trying to talk her out of it? Like, we used to be tag partners. What are you doing? This isn't you. Ooh, Actually, this- that using Beth to be cool, though, if you if you get Beth versus Rhea out of it, that's a cool little pivot match they could do. But the other name was uh, possibly Ciampa. So, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's the thing is, can he be evil or or sinister? I don't know. I don't know. If sinister. Well, well, the the funny thing about it is, he low key like he was in a in an Undertaker segment once back in the day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was the lawyer. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> uh, it's not that I don't think he couldn't do it. It's just, I don't know how he would do in a stable. I guess because I don't think I believe I've ever seen him in a stable before. Yeah, because. It, it is weird that Priest got the call up before him, but because yeah. of that, I feel like Priest will be viewed as more valuable than Ciampa is. And I just, that's just not how it falls in line with the way I measure him out. But that's just me personally. But no, no, you're right. Yeah. Ciampa, bad pun. Um, interesting project for Ciampa, but I don't know. Uh, again, it's just pitch. You know how it is. You know, Cassius Ono is going to be in the fucking shield. You know what I mean? So, Nobody ever, not all the picks get, you know, make it to the final I mean, decisions. Angelo Dawkins was, was supposed to be uh, in Shoot Nation with Gable, Chad Gable. So, you know. <laughs> oh, really? Wow, from okay. back in the Yeah, from back in the day. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I did hear about that. But uh, this, uh, we got that weird from here, that uh, weird squash match. Not squash match, but that very quick tag match. New Day taking on, uh, who was it? Um, Oh, Seamus and uh, and Ridge, and apparently and Ridge, yeah, uh, or Butch, or P. Dunn. He's like Scrappy Doo now. I don't know what the no, fuck. No, he's, he's been Scrappy Doo. That's why I was like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, cause like it's not his fault. But when you got him next to a guy that looks like Seamus and Ridge, it's hard for me to be like, oh, but you really got to watch out for that small guy. Yeah, exactly. But a lot of people are wondering because it was rumored to be on night one. It didn't show up on night one. I thought maybe it was on the pre, uh, you know, the pre-show. It was not. Um, they added, I guess is what they said, the match was always expected to be the flex match that could be moved. The time got short. However, they were told at least one person involved was uh, very upset about uh, the minutes they were given because it only budgeted for 10 minutes with entrances. So that's why, you know, and I, I just thought it was the wrong move, man. You got him, you know, you're going to show the footage of him breaking his neck again and then have them lose. Wearing yeah. his gear. And then explaining it's dedicated, it's the same gear he won the title in. For what? It was just, it was a waste, in my opinion. I, I didn't think that was the right way to go. But yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I don't really, I can't really. It, 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 yeah, it it was tough. Yeah, it was just you know yeah. just just whatever everything else going on. Yeah, it, I don't know. But and then we had uh, Pat McAfee, Pat Mac, as we like to call him here on the show. I mean, on Austin um, I, I this mean. Is my- on it they yeah. kept saying 
He's been training. This is his first match. And we all know that's not true. And then it hit me, oh, they can't use anything he's done. Yeah, with, with Adam Cole, yeah. Up, right? So that, I was and, like, and a lot of other guys that they fired, too. Like Danny yeah. Birch, fucking... Um, You're right. Yeah. Oni. Oni Loken, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... Undisputed. All those guys are gone except for Roddy. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. Pat got his moment. I thought Austin deserved it more. Um, Because then it's like, who's going to be on the show next week? Austin is. Well, that, that's, that's what I was telling. I think I was saying it on the I'm like, well, you know, I, I, sarcastically, I'm like, can Pat McAfee take an L and go back to the commentator table? Yeah, he can. Every day of the week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yep. mean, so. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I wasn't against... How did he win? What did he even do to win? He, uh, what's his name, went for the ATL or the A-Town Down or whatever he calls it now. Um, yeah. And he, he uh, sidestepped or he came down behind him, hit the schoolboy with the tights. One, two, three. Oh, yeah, he didn't even hit a move, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. the post match where he's, he's golden. Uh, Vince to come in. He's teasing the shirt. And then he actually removes the shirt. And Dude, gets I thought I thought I thought him teasing it was perfect. He, I, I didn't I didn't yeah. I didn't even expect him to even want to do anything, right? So when mm-hmm. I saw that he went for the jacket and then walked away with a smile on his face, I'm like, he's smiling because he knew how good that was, and I and yeah. I enjoyed that. But then, to our surprise, yeah, he was like, "Don't you fucking tell? <laughs> You're not gonna fucking show me up on my show, pal." And just yeah. like <laughs> that was like a Sandman ring the fucking bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what that was man but i'll say this um was it old? not by a long shot was it cool to see him in there yeah but the whole i'm gonna beat you by punting a football i i, I know he loves Dude, embarrassing. I, so the whole time you i'm know? like so the ref is not gonna be like that's a, that's that's a foreign object no that's but not that, foreign we're in the at t stadium so that that's actually quite local here like <laughs> yeah yeah but the thing they kept saying on commentary while well, they're like well is it, Austin keeps getting involved, like, and they're like, you think the referee is going to di- disqualify Mr. McMahon? And I was like, that's a good fucking point. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I mean, not bad. He got the win. And then, of course, we get the reunion that we all wanted, Austin and Vince. Um, Austin Theory took a hell of a stunner, even though it was kind of <laughs> unrealistic. But I, I, he was no, I, I love the, his- yeah, I love yeah. the way he's like, when you look at the way he sold it, and then you got to be like, Ah oh, shit! Come on, like so. Yeah, worst stunner ever. All right. First of all, second of all, the reason I say that is because right when I was like, "Oh, he's gonna hit him with a stunner," him being Vince, I was like, "Please don't be worse than Linda McMahon stunner." I said that literally real quick right before, and then I was uh, like, "Oh shit!" It, uh, I didn't know how it could get worse than that one, and yeah. it did. Like I was like, yeah. Vince, Vince oversold the kick to the gut, and he fell back, and he was trying to get you know. But and I will say, whoever on Raw editor of the year. Oh, dude, not only, not only that, but did you see earlier too when like when he's he went he beats Pat McAfee and he's raising hands with with Austin Theory, and then Austin Theory's music hits and he hits this reaction like, "Who the fuck is oh 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 it's your music yeah." Yeah, 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 and yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, too yeah. early. And then, like, we were watching that, and Mark's like, oh, shit, Stone Cold's about to come out. I'm like, wait, why? You say that? He's like, because he, he, you could tell he thought someone was about to come out. And then two seconds later, the glass breaks. I'm like, oh, this will fucking botch his own fucking segment. I didn't see, you know, it's funny. I saw him look towards the ramp, but, I, you know, he seems like a real, 
I don't know, Crowley kind of guy these days anyway, like this. Like real old man next door who can't be, you know, on the porch who's pointing at everything, right? Fuck out of my but uh yeah, Austin comes in, like you said. I mean, I saw online top four Vince McMahon, the original, Vince McMahon now, Linda McMahon, and I think they said uh May Young. And I was like, Oh yeah, that was a bad stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, she was just falling the whole time and he was just trying to catch yeah. her on the way down. Yeah. Yeah. But this brings us to the main event. Uh winner takes all Brock Lesnar. WWE champ taking on Universal Champ, uh, blue blue Universal Champ, if you want to call it that. Uh, Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief. Um, it wasn't a bad match. I just don't understand what happened. Um, people are trying to say that the separated shoulder was a shoot, and they went home early. It certainly came off that way in terms of how you know he went from the Kimura to oh, I'm gonna pick you up with this other F five. Oh, you ducked down, and now I got hit with a spear. But that's what got me. It was like, but you speared it with the same shoulder. You just said, I think it's out. I think it's out, Paul. You know what I mean? So I, I didn't get See, that. I, I felt like he was just selling. Yeah. Because, even at- because everybody was like, look, he can't even pick up his arm. I'm like, yeah, but he just, I was like, do the math. When's the last time you seen Brock use the Kimura? Not since this run. I'm like, that's the first time yeah. he's ever used it. And look, I was like, mm-hmm. look at the way he's fucking twerking that shit in the middle of the ring. I'm like, you know, like to me, yeah. he was just selling it, but you did see how fucking red and swollen up that like a lot of people thought it was his tricep that that was all like lumpy. Yeah, and shit. they definitely did. Oh, one more thing I was going to say too before we cap. I'm never going to go to a break. AJ, um, the reason he was bleeding. Oh, is from the, he had, is, 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 people said it was from the pyro. It wasn't the pyro. No, it was um there the he hit his face in a low hanging part of the set yeah. right as he came out. So the because I was wondering, I was like, man, what's that coming from? And then. He also clarified, I know everyone's talking about he re-signed uh, a new contract. He actually said, um, let me make this clear. I didn't sign anything recently. I had something on my contract where I got to decide kind of a player option, what I want to do. And we just extended the, extended the contract that I already had. Time's running out as far as AJ Styles is concerned. I'm getting older. The ability to put on great matches is getting a little bit harder. I don't want to embarrass myself at the same time. I want to get out while I can to still have somewhat of a legacy. So smart man. Hope he saved his pennies. <laughs> I mean, but, he's uh, smart until it comes to the, the flat earth conversation. So, but I <laughs> yeah, leave that for another, <laughs> another podcast for another day. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was pretty much uh mania. I mean, if you can't tell, I mean, obviously it's probably the longest we've gone without uh, a break, but we'll do just that. We're going to talk to the good people from Storyline Tees, obviously commemorating the uh, winner-takes-all match that we just talked about and just broke down. Roman Reigns in uh, full God mode, son. You can go ahead and get this T-shirt. We're going to hear about it right now. Then we're going to be right back uh, with a little bit more review. Obviously, we had some uh, uh, Raw after Mania. We had a little bit of NXT, wonk, wonk. And, of course, we had a big Dynamite on the books as well so we'll be right back hey yo what's going on man quincy jones go from the quincy jones show and of course you already know that but fans of the kjs show it is time to acknowledge him Storyline tees, man, they do not miss. They got another one hot off the presses, man. This one is called the Acknowledgement Tour Shirt. This design 
obviously is paying homage to the one, the only tribal chief celebrating a year and a half plus reign as universal champion as he is getting ready to go into WrestleMania mode against the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar. And this design is dope as hell. You can check it out right now on their social media, Storyline underscore Tease underscore LLC. Again, man, I'm telling y'all, they another one out the park. This one, I ain't gonna lie, this got a little bit of that Thor Love and Thunder vibe, but make no mistake, every design is purely original. And besides, just to quote the needle mover himself, even if he was in that movie, it would make twice as much at the box office. But though he is not yet in the MCU, you can go ahead and make yourself look like a superhero in God mode, son. Smash him, stack him, and take him to that island irrelevancy. Not to mention, once you look on the back of the shirt, man, it got places, it got times, basically when and where it all went down. Every title defense, every successful title win all i'm saying is we just wait on you baby boy to put it in that shopping cart and hit that purchase button again storyline tease it's a new generation in the merch game go welcome to the quincy jones show featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet quincy jones and doc lesnar is he the third man he's the third man what the hell is going on here yeah. You're back, we back, we back, we back. I gotta um, say, congratulations. I acknowledge you as the oh no. Quincy Jones Predictions Champion. You're acknowledged. I'm working, I'm working in pod mode, son. Let's go. Let's go. I say it, they print it. Come on, oh, man. That was good. <laughs> um, I, obviously, we had uh, the most exciting role after Mania. As they always, well, they, they like to always promote the Raw after Mania. Anything could happen. You never know mm -hmm. who may show up. Um, these are just only noteworthy things that happen, to be honest. So, um, and I, I do have to bring up something else because I didn't think it would be relevant until you, you were talking about the Edge group. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but first and foremost, uh, we opened the night with a Cody Rhodes promo. Didn't know if you had to, if you had a chance to see this. Yeah. Um, what did you think it was? I liked it. Um, I, I, know, I I did not. I mean, I liked it in the sense of this is, you know, I'm glad Cody opened the show, you know, and just spoke. But it's also not anything we don't know he can do. We know he can talk, you know. And from yeah. what I heard, he was told to just go long. He was unscripted and that was it. So, you know, it was what it was, I guess. Yeah, like for me, this is why I, I, I felt indifferent about it is because. I'm like, oh, so we're just doing the paint by numbers Cody Rhodes AEW promo style, or like talk, 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 insider terms. And then whenever I bring up my daughter, my voice got a crack, or whenever my, my bring up my dad, my like to me, the voice cracking is too much, bro. Like, I, I'm not gonna be sitting up here talking like this. And I'm just gonna just get into this, and then two seconds later, I get right back into it. Like, it's not realistic, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That was the only thing that was bothering me. It was like, he would be in the, in the middle of a great speech. Then he'd bring up his dad and then I'm like, and then, and then like two seconds later, he's back to his regular freaking, like, I'm like, bro, like, I understand. We all love Dusty too. I think but, what it is though, is that he's talking of, he's doing that Dusty promo that we've heard before, but actually in front of a quote unquote hometown crowd, you know, like 
Dusty was in WWE. He is a WWE Hall of Famer. So may, it might have just hit harder. Again, I, I am a Cody fan. Once I found out it was unscripted, it kind of changed my mind. Because I, I kind of thought a little bit the same way you thought. But I don't know. If it's unscripted and he's just going to go out there riffing, I'm not mad at it. But, you know, either way, I'm glad he was on the show. That's what I'll say. Like, you know, I didn't get a chance to say this earlier. Like, um, with... The, him coming to Mania and him, them, you know, uh, retaining the, the the rights to the song and all that stuff. Um, a lot of people have been touting this more like it's like a huge thing, I guess, when you, when you think about it. But it hasn't, it's not like it hasn't been done before. The first thing that comes to mind is AJ Styles. But when they have someone come in as the exact version that they were before they were let go. So a lot of people mm-hmm. were like, man, they, they, they didn't just bring Cody Rhodes. They brought in, uh, they made sure that, you know, this is AEW Cody Rhodes. Like this is the same guy. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, if he would have had a change of music, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have meant that any less. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think it's just like I said earlier, you know, when they, they came and talked to him, he was very firm and like, I need to be, if I'm coming to you, I need to be the American nightmare. I can't be anybody else. I mean, it just seems like more of a lateral move is kind of how it felt a little bit. Well, you for know? him, he was like, man, it feels good to have some leverage again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, we did have that. We had we had uh that whole thing um with the promo first promo for WWE. First time speaking of WWE, I was thinking about I'm like, is he running through the acronyms of AEW too much in his head where he's gonna botch saying WWE? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? For so many times, but um the subject matter I liked. It was just some of the, the presentation, like I said, the voice cracking. I'm like the delivery once you. or twice is okay, but I'm like, dude, you did it like four times, like calm down, bro. Like we miss him too, but fuck. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I know I sound like a dick, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, we also huh? had, uh, you were talking about the Edge group, right? Yeah. Potentially maybe Rhea Ripley, which I think would be, a, it definitely would be a good look. The mm. reason I bring her up is because it was Sasha and uh, Naomi defending their new women's tag titles against uh, Rhea Ripley and Liz or Liv. I'm sorry. Why, why, yeah. why, why are you shaking your head? Oh, because I thought it was just dumb. It's an eliminator match or a championship. Uh, you know, what is it? Uh, uh, like, you know, you beat the champ, you get a title. Oh, and, and then, and the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah. I thought that was dumb. But yeah. Well, well yeah, the, the, the dumb part about it is they lost and then they ended up uh, getting an, a championship match for next week. So I don't know how that. Yeah. Even... Yeah, that's <laughs> that's I, that, I, I didn't realize it was an eliminator match, but yeah. Uh, where but, else would that happen at? You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there was some weird fallout where like they lost, like Liv took the L and then like, she tried to like, you know, use like, try to get help from like Rhea to get back up. And then like Rhea just kind of walks off and leaves her in the ring. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. So that's why I was like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. But then later they, they tied it up by saying, Oh, I left, you know, I was just going through stuff, but you know, I actually wanted to tell you, I actually want to talk to Adam Pierce and I got a championship match for next week. And I'm like, Oh, okay, whatever. But now that you're yeah. saying that, you know, there could be some seats planted with her potentially coming into that group. You never know. Maybe, but it does. It's like, oh, so you just threw together another tag team for the sake of having a tag team participate in the WrestleMania match and then break them up already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that happened with not, I don't know if you had this, but like even Carmella Zelina, they were the longest. Yeah. They were champs for the time. Then they break up over Corey Graves and then they make like, what the, what the hell is that? That was so stupid. I mean, Dang. look, it, it's it's not like the only way that could be worse is if they added another guy, which they're already doing in NXT with fucking Index and Duja, as they want us to fucking call him. Yeah. yeah. Duja, Duke and Persia. Yeah. I, I know. 
I get it. it. It doesn't make sense. I get what they're trying to do, but yeah. It sounds, it sounds like another name for Dookie. <laughs> yeah. I Man, I, I, no, no, no. I just took a douche in there. <laughs> uh, uh, we also got uh, the return or debut of Elias, a.k.a. Ezekiel now. Did you see this? I saw all of this. Okay, I didn't know if you can. I, I know we, we hardly ever, you know, but obviously with it being post-mania, I figured there'd be more eyes on this one. Who is, quote-unquote, Elias's younger brother. So, yeah. He's since gone on Twitter. Is it on, took over, on yeah. Twitter, yeah, as I am Elias. and <laughs> says, oh, I'm taking over. And it's like, okay, man. So, I don't know. It like, seems why now when you kept hearing, you know, you saw the vignettes and, yes. oh, and then, oh, he might be like a Macho Man character. Because I heard that in yeah. uh, 22 or 21 or something like that, or not 21, W, uh, I think, was it 2K20, there's some sort of like alternate, um, like secret uh, outfit for him. Oh, really? That Yeah, that looks like a Macho Man outfit. Like that, that, that would have been his like face turn. And then it's like they aborted it. You know, and then now it seems like they're back on. I don't know. Now he's Ezekiel. So, yeah, I, I've been hearing like there was up and down talks about it, whether he was going to even show up, whether the like it was like almost like Veer, who also showed up. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. It was weird. Like. They like, I don't know, they, they just fed. Uh, it was just done. You know, yeah. when they just do things dumb, like. It's Miz versus Dominic Mysterio. The Miz wins, and then like all three men are still in the ring when, when 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 Veer's music hits. And I'm like, so Miz is gonna split and probably throw them into the Lions Den and get the fuck out yeah. of Dodge, which is exactly yeah. what I'm like. Oh, okay, I'm like, this didn't really do anything. I'm like, anyone that huge who doesn't take care of a guy the size of Rey Mysterio is a bitch. I'm sorry, it just mm-hmm. is what it is. I mean, yep. like that. That's like if. Kevin Nash lawn darted him into the side of that TV truck and then he got up and like got Hurricane Ronald or some dumb shit. Like, it, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't know. yeah, um, it, it wasn't the impact they thought they were gonna get, no, nah, not at all. Um, this arguably will go underneath that same banner. MVP turns on Bobby yeah. Lashley and aligns with Omos. I wasn't mad, I wasn't mad either, but uh. I knew something had to happen when we get this promo from Lashley with MVP when MVP wasn't even there at Mania. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in, you know, because I saw pictures of him at Wally Mania, but like, oh, okay. So Omos was at Wally Mania too. And mm-hmm. then there's footage of him rapping the, uh, yeah, I mean, reintroduce myself, which I always say, no one did it better than Samoa Joe, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but I'm like, if they really wanted to peel back the layers, like, oh, I got to talk to him while we was all, all the way in Wale Mania. Yeah, we was yeah, really doing probably, some real big Probably the cut talking business. That'd be a cool way to bring that yeah. around. You know? um, but yeah, I wasn't obviously never a fan of Bobby trying to be a, a, a face <laughs> because his, I mean, it's bad enough. Like, like watching him, I'm like, it's got to be brutal being a face in this industry right now trying to cut a, a promo. You know what I mean? Well, um, I think if done right, he can get a ride back type of fanfare you know yeah but like, Ryback bro. was able to talk a little bit that's yeah. the only difference I'll, I'll give him but um as far as the only other outstanding thing that happened um we talked about it earlier why are we gonna change all these belts just to put them back on who they're supposed to be on braun breaker uh defeats Dolph ziggler on raw for the nxc championship yeah this is what's crazy is brian alvarez reported that quote it looks like ziggler is going to be champion for a while 
this was Saturday, I was told. So then Monday, about 1130 or so, so I heard actually from several people that we're going to have a title change for NXT tonight. So, I, you know, I don't know what happened or what changed that. Um, I will say this. If you were going to do that, why miss the opportunity to have the Steiner brothers in bronze corner? Eat off the, you know, it's the brawl after Mania. People usually stick around that were at Mania, you know what I mean, for like, whatever for a skit whatever he, dude especially when you, he could have went off the middle rope with the second the the the, the, the bulldog yeah. and then like you can show recliner. shots of i was gonna say have make him tap from the because at least if he taps from the steiner recliner like we talked mm-hmm. about this before like submissions can take anybody out any day of the week it ain't yeah. about being the best that day it's getting caught off guard and getting caught in a vulnerable position so he could have done that but yeah mm-hmm. yeah that would have been good um yeah man. So, but uh, yeah, Raw was, I don't know, it, it was lackluster, but it was a pretty fun weekend. So I don't know what else they could have done, but it definitely usually has that you got to be at Raw because, you know, it, I didn't expect the something the level of, oh shit, Brock Lesnar showed back up on Cena when he was calling out Rock with something and definitely more than Veer, but I don't know. It, it's, there's some stuff on the board, but it's not stuff I really care about, you know? So. Yeah, that's why that's why I only plucked from like you know stuff that was actually mm-hmm. worth worth bringing up or maybe you know may affect future booking or whatever. But uh, on that same uh, course of action and criteria, uh, that's kind of how I did the these light notes, extra extra light mm-hmm. diet diet uh, notes from uh, NXT 2.0. Uh, obviously, this was also the NXT post mania, so. Um, yeah, well, we'll just get into the, the main points here. Um, we did see the Creed brothers uh, face Imperium again in a tag team match. I don't know if that was like a number one contendership type thing. Yeah, what? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see. Did you watch NXT at all? No, I just heard the review, but I, I um, yeah, I'm pretty keen on what happened. Yeah, so uh, Eichner walks out on Bartel during the match. I got, I got some on that. And Apparently, I'm trying yeah. Uh, Gunter or Walter and Mar- uh, Marcel are heavily being talked about being brought up as Imperium to the main roster, but there is no talk about Fabian joining them. No, no idea. Fabian is a great, like, he's a great addition to the team. He looks like a million bucks. He can work. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. I, because I, I, it I hasn't, don't... the reason why it's crazy is because it hasn't been Walter in there with him keeping those tag titles. It's been him. Yeah. Exactly. It, it does makes no sense in my opinion, but yeah. So that's what seems to be going on. And I think there's a, a, a weird reveal at the end of this match as well. But yeah. I was going to say, uh, we did find out who are revealed as the ones who attacked the Creed brothers in the parking lot a couple weeks ago. It is pretty savage. A tag team from the NXT UK, former NXT UK tag champions, but they've already gone under a name change. I don't know what their, uh, former, NXT ring names were oh, in they the UK. Changed their name yeah, they pretty, changed. No, no, pretty savage is their team name, but their individual name. I guess they had different names in NXT UK. I could have swore they were called Pretty Deadly in UK, but all right, maybe oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, no, no, you're right. It is pretty. I don't know why I put Pretty Savage. Why did I write that? Mm-hmm. Trademark. <laughs> trademark. Yeah, yep, we got it. Tra- trademark. <laughs> no, nobody steal that. Baby. <laughs> um, Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. 
the most English generic names ever. Bro, when I heard Elton Prince, I'm like, so Elton John and, and what, like Prince Harry or... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I thought it was like because his name is Sir Elton, so it's like if you just take the Sir and make it your surname (laughs) for a bad pun, like, oh well, he must have been the knight or prince. You know, I don't know, man. It's but I don't. To me, it's just weird because clearly they pivoted. MSK was clearly going to be revealed, right? I I, I was going to say because the only reason, uh, like MSK, they're shown. They have a vignette, and ironically. You know who walks in on their vignette as they're all in street clothes? Grayson Waller. <laughs> and I was like, look at y'all. Y'all need to be in the crew. Look at y'all. I'm saying we, we have talked about that. Yeah, and I was like, looking, I was like, y'all got the same taste in clothes. Like, come on, fam. And it's also, you could have them doing a lot of, like, crazy, I'm going to jump off of this just to go viral. Well, well, well the interesting thing is, is uh, you know, obviously, since we brought it up now, um, obviously, Nash Carter has been released. Mm-hmm. Um and and which is weird because he's an NXT champ tag champ, but in this segment you even had Waller and uh was it Rangu Sangu what's his name Sangu Ragu yeah Ragu <laughs> Ragui mm-hmm. uh Ranku right or is it oh, yeah Ranku I think yeah or no that's I don't fucking remember dude I'm a, I'm gonna look it up you got it. it's Sanga <laughs> Sanga yeah, it's Sanga. <laughs> No, Rinku is from Indushare, I think. That's why we got we got yeah, mixed up. Yeah, obviously. Uh, but Four yeah, they, they made it they, they made it sound like they were gonna team up and go for the tag titles. You know what I mean? On uh, some like Sean and Diesel shit. Um, so we'll see because his arm was in the sling after taking that uh <laughs> crazy bump off the ladder that we forgot to talk about. Yeah, that was a, um, that was that was a bad bump. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just worth. I'll, I'll just touch on it. Obviously, for those that don't know. There were some allegations going on line with Nash Carter um, regarding him and his wife, uh, Kimber Lee, uh, who, as far as I remember, she was working in Impact Wrestling as part of like yeah. Sue so Young's crew, right? Impact. Yeah, she was still in Impact. And I forgot what her old name was. She was in NXT before uh, Nash got there. Yeah. Uh, I can't even remember. She, it, starts with an a. it starts with an A. I can't remember, but it was like a. Yeah. They yeah. brought her in for the. Young classic and then she stuck around for a little bit yeah but uh yeah allegations yeah she i mean i don't have like the official you know what i mean like like paper with the charges on it but basically uh she's alleging that he's been physically and uh a bit mentally abusive towards her um she obviously she i I sent it to you guys because i was like oh shit this is okay we're just gonna put this shit out there uh she sent a picture of herself Again, allegedly, with a busted lip, and mm. basically alleging that her husband Nash Carter was the person behind it. Um, yes, he did say he got wasted and did it. Not that that's an excuse, but it's just a weird thing to say. You know, it's not really an excuse to hit a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, so no. Was- yeah, because she oh she goes, hey, at NXT, this is my face up to your tag champ at Nash Carter WWE. Got wasted and hit me so hard he split my lip open. He told me I'm a wrestler, so I'm always marked up. I've hid this for a year and even forgave him, but I can't hide it anymore. That yeah. was what I sent you guys because I was like, holy shit, this came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't hear anything prior to this, you know what I mean? So it, it seemed like it was real enough. Yeah, and then and you know we get uh, the other part of the story because that's usually how it goes with the the age of social media and the internet. Apparently, um, these are false allegations. Again, I'm just 
reporting what I'm what I'm being told. Mm. Uh, this this is coming from uh, Desmond Xavier, aka Wes Lee, uh, Nash mm. Carter's tag partner. Um, mm-hmm. His wife, uh, who go, uh, goes under the name uh, Queen E. Marie online. So if anybody wants to go back and check these uh, tweets out, she goes, she comes out and says, just so everybody is aware, at Nash Carter, WBE has been living with Wes and I for months, ever since she was in the hospital, which she checked herself into. He's actually been the one trying to avoid her and her mental abuse, in all caps. They haven't been together. Uh, he went to one therapy session. She says... Follows by saying, should I pull a at Kimberly and post one of those, quote, you have 24 hours to reveal the real truth or the proof is coming out posts or not nah? <laughs> with the, the thinking. Mm. Emoji. Yeah, goes, yeah. Now, mind you, she believes that I've harassed her in the past. So knowing this, she may try to stop me from releasing the actual truth. Hmm. And she goes on to say, uh, Basically saying that she got served divorce papers by Nash on Monday, this past Monday. Uh, he's been done with her. She's mad that this is all happening. So she's turning to Twitter because she's outraged that he doesn't want to be with her anymore. It really is that simple. And let me not forget to mention that when she got served those papers, she was so upset that she ripped up all of Nash's posters, quote, or parentheses, one of which was one of a kind with other wrestlers' signatures on it, which I'm guessing... She's probably saying it like this because she doesn't, you know, she's probably not from a wrestling background to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. he had a bunch of like dope ass close to his heart, personal like autographs and people he likes. And she ripped that shit mm-hmm. up. Uh, she said this is a case of an, of an en- enraged soon to be ex-wife who feels that she is entitled to alimony. Ooh, yeah, because yeah, cool. I mean. I know she was talking about the abuse. He's got anti LGBTQ views, apparently. That su- supposedly, yeah, she was saying like him and his family do, and they say it like I'm around his family all the time. And, you know, obviously using the fact that they're married and have in laws. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I don't want to say using, but you know, referencing that they're married and that she has in laws and would have access to that kind of. I mean, it's it's a real sticky situation, but yeah. It's weird. like, And then obviously there's other thing, which, you know, we were talking about earlier, too, because I was like, I mean, I feel like there should be an investigation done before they go and just fucking. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, this is like coming out of the, the biggest week that weekend that they have on the books mm-hmm. um, business wise. But at the same time, I mean, like, again, I mean, the, she also posted some picture of him, which to me, I'm like, I feel like he was probably shaving his fucking mustache. And I'm not trying to give him an out, but I'm, you know, it shows him. What a kind of a Hitler-esque mustache doing the uh yeah. the old uh what's it called? The um it's it was a Nazi. I forgot the nickname of it. I was gonna basically I'm, I was gonna use the same word that they use when fucking JBL did it when he was in fucking Germany. Um at a house show, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's a wrestling god. So it's, and it it's, is I did hear that she originally tried to bring these allegations up back in March and then said, Oh, you know, and then she pulled it from online and said, We're gonna try to work this out and then she you know obviously posted again since then and says oh things are you know i'm confirming things are over so it'll be interesting to see what happens with this because even from a storyline standpoint what are you going to do with the tax straps now because if they're going to pull imperium up possibly um i mean which is probably why they brought in pretty deadly but it's just like you're still losing msk you know what i mean so Uh, it's like no you just lose the west yeah, well, then it's, it's, 
Yeah, but well, I guess I'm of, trying to figure out that. Like, are they just gonna take the belt? I mean, because they didn't release Wes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, that's my thing though too. Is what's he gonna do? Find another partner? What like Riddle? Unless it's Riddle, or if he could try to get old boy from Impact to come over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trey, the, come yeah. on, the, the multiverse is still open. Let's do it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I don't. Man. Um, but uh, other things that happen. And uh, I'll let you get into uh, uh, your AEW review right here. Um, Cameron Grimes cut a promo uh, with the title. Some of the crowd definitely, again, not happy. Uh, There's three quarters of the crowd were saying, you deserve it. One quarter was saying, no, he don't. And I was like, really? Mm. I'm like, I feel like he's been there forever. And all he's always got was that fake belt. So, yeah, I think he does deserve it. And let me just say, if Cameron, if you're listening, if we could just get a springboard version of the cave in from now on until the end of time, that'd be much better. I'm Seriously, sorry. Yeah. It, it looks impressive. so much better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he has, his, he's cut his promo, but uh, we get his first title defense, not on the show, but you know, scheduled for the future as he gets interrupted by solo Sequoia. As uh, he says <laughs> that quote championships run through my bloodline, big pop. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, ooh, so I'm like, y'all were just chanting solo. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, let him rock, son. Let him yes. rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. Other, other than that, let me see. Raquel, uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota defend the tag titles against Toxic Attraction, of course, because this, uh, you know, I guess champions uh, advantage. You get a what automatic rematch, rematch. whatever. Uh, yeah. When Wendy Chu came down during the match, like real randomly, only to get attacked by Mandy Rose, who was at ringside, and then meanwhile, like. Raquel is getting double teamed in the ring by, to- uh, uh, oh, I guess they have a, a, a high low move called the toxic shock. It's like a, yeah. And yeah. Um, so the whole time, like Dakota's outside, like tending to Wendy and like not even trying to break up the pin. And uh, yeah, toxic attraction pretty much regains the straps again, which like make it. no sense. Like, it's like, why, why even, you know, is it just to move the needle, make them multi-time champions? Who are they fighting against? And I think the only reason Wendy Chu was out there is because she had that former team with Dakota, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that I, was it. And obviously, she, you know, she got attacked by Toxic Attraction uh, uh, the go-home week that Raquel and Dakota even, you know, got back together like that. So I get her for, like, wanting to go down there, but I'm like, why won't you just handle that backstage where it happened? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, and then uh lastly, not Lashley, lastly, uh Braun Breaker took on Volter uh in the main event. And it's weird because at first they were just supposed to, it was a singles, and then later in the night, you saw Bartel try to talk to uh uh Walter in the back about what happened with him and, and Eichner. And for whatever reason, he's like just you know, tells him like chill, dude, like we'll we'll deal with it. I gotta NXT championship match tonight. I'm like, says who? When was that? I was like, I didn't know it was for the title, but I guess the, that's what he was saying. But anyways, uh, mm-hmm. Walter versus Braun Breaker, and uh, they low-key bury Walter. Yeah, that's what um, I heard. As Breaker beat him with his finish. Clean. Yeah. Like, which is crazy, because then it's like, so Braun is better than LA Knight, who's been there way longer? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's like sometimes they got to realize the statements they're making with the perceptions they're and putting I'm, on. Yeah, they're 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 they're, they're why yeah. waste why waste Walter versus Braun Breaker on free TV? 
You know what I mean? I was I was thinking the same thing. I thought maybe this was just a non-title work work our way to the to the actual big championship match, which I wasn't against. But for him to not only beat him, but he lifts him up in the gorilla press and catches him with the power slam. Yeah, not, like, bruh, this dude is huge. Like, it yeah. shouldn't have been that easy. Like, they didn't even it wasn't even like a. Oh, can he get him? Oh my God! It, no, it was like yeah, like everyone on commentary believed it was possible, <laughs> or didn't yeah. even think like bad laughs at it. And that's the thing too is like he's leaned up and he's still he's still big. He's you a know? big, big so, dude. Yeah, yeah. tall. So, he's I don't know. It was just yeah. But post match, we did see. I don't know. I kept quiet because I was gonna say you're gonna hear about it. Um, the Steiners did actually <laughs> make a. Or I guess one Steiner made an appearance on NXT as there was a bunch of vignettes with, you know, usual cryptic promos uh, playing throughout the night from Joe Gacy with Harlan just standing and flexing in the background. Um, but after this match, we see like footage that they kidnapped Braun Breaker's dad, Rick Steiner. Um, mm. And that was pretty much it. Huh. But, but let me just say this. All you uh, dirt sheets. Fuck you, man. Fuck, just fuck y'all. Because b- before I even watch, like I watch NXT, right? And I already knew about this bit a day yesterday, right? Yesterday morning, I see a headline that says WWE Hall of Famer has been kidnapped. That's oh. all it says. And I'm like, bro. what the fuck? And I'm Look like, eight shit is that? Bro. And I click on it. I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers. Like, bro. I'm like, and, 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 you know, because a lot of the Hall of Famers, like, you know, you'll hear stories about them going missing or like they have memory loss or, you know, they're yeah, like, was it Barry? Was it Barry Windham? I think someone yeah, like somebody, Barry Windham. It was someone like yes. Barry. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't want to say it was Bobby Eaton before. Oh, I think it was Bobby. It was Bobby. Yeah. Oh, okay. they, but they found him. They ended up finding him. Yeah. It yeah. was Bobby. Yeah. So like stuff like that. So I'm like, oh man, like, I'm hoping whoever it is is cool. Like I'm, I'm hoping that like they found him or, but then when I'm like, Oh, this is come on, man. Like you can't do that, bro. You can't. That's like, if I, I looked up like WWE superstar, uh, you know, uh, fucking burned alive. Like what the fiend versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> Oh, come on, man. Like, and it's not even like, Oh, I wanted to read that. I want. I was concerned. I was concerned. Billionaire son-in-law involved in vehicular attempted vehicular manslaughter. Triple H runs over Stone Cold Steve Austin. WWE superstar accused of marrying. (laughs) You know, under the influence. That's that old school kayfabe coming through right there. Yeah, man. man. But uh. But yeah, that was it, man. I'm gonna let you take the reins on uh, dynamite. Um, yes, sir. I'll try to uh, get through because I know we're kind of going a little long on here. But that's what happens, man. It's WrestleMania, baby. WrestleMania review. Uh, we got AEW, man. Light the fuse, bring the boom, and we got a big stick of dynamite to kick the night off. Adam Cole versus Christian Cage. Yo, the, uh, the crowd was really hot for this. They were really excited. Yeah. Like, it was like a, a treat for them. They were like. Yo, yeah, I mean, we ain't never seen these guys the in the same night. ring. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, they were boxing the whole night, how they got a pay-per-view worthy card, which I thought they did. Um, I mean, if you think about it, it was a good match. They've always been in multi-man matches, a street fight, but they've never been one-on-one. So I liked it. Um, all they really say, man, at one point, he does hit the boom, 
Cage kicks out. Commentary notes the uh, knee pad was not removed prior to the attempt, so that makes sense. Uh, Cole actually kicks out of the spear. Then he thumbs Cage in the eyes before countering uh, the kill switch and hitting the boom for the win. Post-match, Red Dragon run in. They attack Cage after the match. But then uh, Jurassic Express come out. They run him off. And then we hear uh, Hangman Page's music hit. He shows up. He gets all the way in Cole's face. He wants all the smoke, for sure. And um, basically, uh, Cole says, hey, I refuse to fight you unless the title's on the line. He says, hey, next week we're in Texas. Challenges him to a Texas death match. Next that, week on that, Rampage, that's where you, actually. That's high key where you fucked up, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll have my thoughts on this. This is very, well, in my mind, like you could tell what's going to happen. Well, well I what I meant by whole, that, go ahead. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I just don't think it's a good look to be like, Texas death matches are my match now. You well, know? Yeah, that was my only issue with that. it. Yeah, it was literally in January against fucking Lance Archer. Like, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I'm like, why are we, like, I hated how they gave it to us as if we haven't seen it before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I felt like he botched the 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 day because everybody, like everyone else, I kept saying, yeah, next week we're going to be in Louisiana. We're going to be in Louisiana next week. We're going to be in New Orleans. And I'm like, oh, okay. So don't say next week. Say next week's Rampage for Battle of the Belts. Because when you just say, yeah. oh, we'll fight next week in Texas, I'm like, why are you, why are you in Texas and everybody else is in New Orleans? Like, I don't understand. Like everyone else has yeah. been referencing the other, the other, like no one said Texas at all until I had to like read, you know, they always show the, the upcoming events. I'm like, Oh, that's what he was talking about. I'm like, all right. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Uh, but he does tell Cole to get his affairs in order, which I thought was a good little exit line. Uh, just to build on later on, we do see Jurassic express in the back. Christian seems very frustrated and walks off while um, Jurassic express laid down a title challenge to red dragon on the same, or I think next week for, dynamite so it just seems like okay are you guys gonna have a culmination of all the gold again you know but i did like this because cage looks like he's starting to get over the whole i'm here to be in your corner thing you know like yeah it's it's like where the fuck were you guys at in your sports jackets huh i'm there for you guys every fucking week (laughs) (laughs) well because you can think about it they 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 said it his only singles loss was against kenny omega Mm. you know and so I can get that. You know I mean? You want to get back on track, beat a guy like Adam Cole, but, you know, who knows? Uh, we got Samoa Joe debuting against Max Caster. Max Caster talks about he's the X Division, calls him injury prone, says you got a towel because you'd be playing with yourself. And I really like this. He said, Tony, why are we giving him a chance? When we beat him in the ratings, he was their champ, which was yeah. not the best rhyme, but it was a pretty good bar. And I did like how Joe was like, Hmm, it's not bad, <laughs> you know. Like, but uh, <laughs> he's like, I- I'm a hip hop connoisseur myself, so that wasn't like I, I got to see him versus Keith uh, Keith Lee in a in a promo battle. Oh yeah, th- I mean, I want to see that Joe versus a lot of people in either promo or in ring. But oh, um, him versus I, Eddie, I, yeah, definitely. But what I will say is this: I felt like we got the impact version, TNA version of Joe, and I felt like when he was in NXT, he was a little bit more calculated. A little bit more slower, you know what I'm saying? His matches were a little longer. So I think know, that's the WWE a, style, though. Yeah, but this and this was a, a qualifier for the Owen Hart tournament. Um, and, and the reason I say this is because Joe, he does mock Max at one point with a smurder dance. You wouldn't get that at NXT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he plays the hit, suicide, uh, suicide forearm, corny and Zaguri, all that. At one point, Caster does backhand Joe, and he pays for it with a muscle buster to a big pop. Um, and I did. I like the change in technique. He really throws their weight. Yeah, behind I, I, I noticed that, that too. 
where he's like it's almost kind of like a more of like a, a fisherman buster like a, a yeah. more 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 on the mid part of their back but making yeah. sure he gets that full rotation so it's away from the, the neck and the shoulders a little bit uh yeah. the only thing i'll say about this is i'm excited to get a brand new chapter in the reels of samoa joe uh where he walks away <laughs> i mean with all those dudes that do a bunch of uh flippy mm-hmm. dippy all this shit <laughs> like we're gonna have a whole new chapter of him walking away from a okay, bunch of mother- like him versus dante, dante i was gonna dante. say yeah him versus dante uh, for sure for sure or, oh, yeah, oh it would have been better if it was marco but you know he got oh he got, god you yes know I mean? can we just hire but, him um, back for one more <laughs> it's too late <laughs> I, I'm, I, I thought you were going to say you can't wait to get more reels of Rigo. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I was thinking about it, man. They got the Holy Trinity that we were well, talking about. They didn't come in the way we thought, but Danielson, yeah, like Mark asked me about that too. He, he was like, he was like, you think they he they gonna add him to the to the Blackpool club? I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't be mad at it. It makes sense because of his history with Regal, but at the same mm-hmm. time, that's a lot of juice. Yeah, it's too much. I, I'd rather see him do his thing, you know. But um, post-match, Lethal's on screen with Sanjay. Uh, he calls out Joe. He says, hey, man, I've been trying to call you for four months for advice. You're my mentor. But I see you only pick up for billionaires. They should call you the Samoan, uh, what is it, gold, gold digger. digger. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, he basically says, next week, I'm going to bring you a present that you'll never forget. Like, a you know, welcoming gift, I guess. So uh, from here, we get Sean Spears. He defeats Captain Sean Dean. Uh, I was very impressed because... I never, I never seen, or, or actually he doesn't. Now I think about it. D, Sean Dean actually beats Spears. Spears uses a pump handle neck breaker, which I was a fan of because that does kind of set up for the C4. He picks him up for the C4, gets distracted on a Tron. We see Wardlow laying security guards the fuck out. This was a great look for Wardlow. Yo, the crowd was into this massively. Yeah. yeah. At one yeah. point, he spine busters a, a guard into the barricade. Security finally stop him uh, before he makes it to ringside. That's when we see Dean uh, roll him up with a schoolboy. Post-match, Spears does seem a little upset towards MJF, but uh, later on, we get a backstage segment where basically MJF is like, I'm going to get more security next week. I dare you to show up. And Sean Dean, the way I'm going to injure you, you're going to need a purple heart. I'm calling you out for a show. Or not show, for a match. So that's going to be going on next week. Um Kingston and Proud and Powerful had a brawl. Then they challenged uh, the uh, Jericho, I almost said association, <laughs> Jericho appreciation. Uh, them bitch-ass dudes, they're they going to be in a six-man. Um, those, those, those pricks. <laughs> yeah, I did like how Kingston, because one, one of my favorite uh, comments I saw on YouTube was like, because I don't know if you noticed, he was wearing an eastbound and down Kenny Powell. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it was like, Eddie wearing a Kenny Powers jersey and telling Jericho is on site is the highlight of the year so far for me. <laughs> like, that dude must be from Brooklyn, you know what I mean, or something. Like, but, bro, uh, you see him grab that fucking TV monitor. <laughs> I was just like, bro, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Jay Cargill is a rap segment. She tells Tony to cut the shit, introduces the baddie section. Uh, Sterling says, yeah, Marina Schaffer is a, a badass, but she's no baddie. Uh, Jade says she's just number 30 to me, says he's actually sick of former MMA stars coming into her world, which I thought was interesting because, you know, yeah. what's her name? Big Paige Bob. Just signing and, you know, so, and, and, uh, and Ra- Rousey coming back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Big, big pop for that, though. This was a good promo for her. This is a really good segment yeah. for her, actually. Yeah. I like how she said, uh, oh, she's known as the problem, the problem solver. Not bad. Uh, tables match. The Hardys going against Butcher and Blade. Um, this was a whole 
stupid segment, I yeah. get the need to pop everyone with the nostalgia factor of the but Hardy not Boys, every week, but you, bro. Not every well, not week. That, yeah. I'm not mad at that. My thing is there's no explanation prior to the match that it, it is a elimination table match. But then it doesn't matter because it's no DQ. So the eliminated people are are still are, are like running in still. So, it makes so, no sense. And so hear me the, out. <laughs> well, 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 my thing is this. The crescendo was who made the last um, elimination? The eliminated guy, Jeff Hardy. I, I, I was, I, okay, so I thought, I was like, didn't they say it had to be an offensive maneuver? I'm like, well, how, he technically doesn't exist in this match right now. True, exactly, right? But my thing was, so how, that's what got me. The eliminated partner hits a swanton and wins the match. It makes no sense on anywhere on earth if you're booking wrestling, you know? So, But they put, I will say this, they put Jeff through a table with a diving throw suplex. Matt puts Butcher through a table with a diving leg drop. Um, I can't remember what it is they got. Uh, oh, I guess they didn't get Matt. That's right. That's why they won. So no, they, yeah, they, they tried. They tried the the double suplex from over the guardrail, which looked yeah, pretty which was, pretty rough. I was like, holy shit! I don't, you know what I mean? That was, I was pretty like, brave in my. In my well, I was, I was like, looking at. I was like, Blade, why are you trying to like balance yourself on the top bruh. of the guard? I didn't know what they were doing, and then and, and, um, and, and then Jeff Hardy them, just crashed and burned on that uh, yeah. poetry in motion attempt. I was like. In my head, I'm like, I think he's going to go for the poetry in motion, but Butcher looks kind of sweaty. And then as soon as I said that, he just fucking slides into the guardrail. I'm like, holy shit. I was like, that's when I'm walking into the uh, to the kitchen and stub a toe and just fucking go flying, dude. Was, yeah, seriously. Uh, post-match, there's a celebration cut short. The AFO slowly make their way out. This they get pointless. interrupted by, by uh, Sting. Sting, uh, he takes out uh, Private Party with the bat. Uh, Andrade uses Bunny as a shield to avoid confrontation. I just, all the reason I put that down is because he was noticeably not with Darby. So I don't know where that's going. Uh, Hikaru Shida defeats Julia Hart in a uh, qualifying match for the women's side of the uh, Owen Hart tournament. Um, at one point, it was, I, I got to say, she sent Varsity Blondes to the back after they disapproved of her aggressive side. Yeah, she was um, like but- choking Hikaru with her jacket and shit. <laughs> like- yeah. The only thing that I don't like is she's basically a cheerleader on the nose version of Alexa Bliss. She uses the finish. She went for the choice oh, Bliss. She? Oh, she does. I didn't know that. I don't. I don't even know any, yeah. anything about her outside that she manages them. So um, she's, a real, she's done cheerleading her whole life, you know, or she's a gymnast, all that kind of thing. So it's a lot of split based stuff. Like I don't know if you saw that. Like yeah, yeah, the, the bulldog. bulldog, yeah. Yeah, so, which I was like, our truth uh, wants his gimmick back. <laughs> exactly right. No, but uh, uh, yeah, she eats a Tamashi knee and a Falcon Arrow uh, to give Sheeta the win. Did you notice her eye though? Yeah, underneath the patch, it started coming like the the paint yeah. started coming. I was like, oh okay. I, just, I see what you. I doing. don't mind it. It's just it's seems taking like it's too, long. too long. Yeah, and it's someone after her that got hit has never got that on their eye. Pock or yeah, pocking um. Or Pack and and Penta, neither of them had any lasting effects. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's weird, or at least not as long as her. So I mean, Penta, but, uh, went, Penta went dark. So yeah, a squirrel. Uh, <laughs> Deep's music hits. She tries to ambush Cheetah from behind with a chair, but Hickory uh, sees her coming. She has her kendo stick, and they just have a stare down. Nothing big. Um, Swerve Strickland's in the back. Gets jumped by Team Taz. Keith Lee jumps them through a wall. That's that's all you can. You gotta say, I how'd mean, you feel about that wall bump? 
it wasn't bad, but you know, you always know when it could be better. I, I like that it was a locker room on the other side. I think that saved. Yeah, it. I, I like the camera view when they kept it on him. And he just like walks through. It was like, yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because um, they they, they had a I don't know if you call it rampage. They had a pretty good match against each other on Friday. Hobbs and uh, Lee. They had a one-on-one. Oh, yeah, one. they did, actually. You know yeah. what? One of my favorite quotes from that, Jim Ross said, both of these men have type A personalities with double X uh, bodies. Mm. And I thought that was funny the way he did that. And then that little promo before when he was like re- reading off, yeah, you used to need this to do that. And he was like, you're into autobiographies. You should adventure to science fiction. <laughs> Because, <laughs> because facing off against Keith Lee is unreal. <laughs> I yeah, like, I was like, that was a good ass promo. But uh, I didn't know, I didn't know where he was going with that. I'm like, science fiction. Hold up, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it was a little while to get there, but I liked it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But we get a match announcement for Friday Night Rampage: John Moxley taking on Wheeler Yuta, Brian Danielson taking on Trent Beretta, Swerve Strickland taking on QT Marshall, and another qualifier for the Owen Hart Foundation tournament on the women's side: Willow Nightingale taking on uh, Red Velvet. I was happy to see that she that she got some. She's getting some time. Willow. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite, we got Eddie Kingston, or LAX, I'll just call him, Santana Ortiz Kingston, taking on Jericho, Hager, and Garcia from the JAS. And, uh, of course, we got the tag title match, Red Dragon taking on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus of the Jurassic Express. And then uh, this was announced for uh, Battle of the Belts. Uh, you know, Thunder Rosa will be defending against Nyla Rose. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, then, but this hang is, what, uh, is that, I think that's, and then that's Hangman against, and then Cole at the, I for the. I think so, because this is the 16th. Saturday fight yeah. night, and when Hangman called out, um, when he called out Cole, he called him out to Rampage. He said next Cole. week Rampage, but yeah, it's I, weird I, because they usually stay and tape Rampage the same night as Dynamite. It, it's so weird. Know. Yeah, I could have swore that they said that Battle of the Belts was going to be that Friday. It's it said it was Saturday the sixteenth is what I'm looking at. So, so you know we'll oh, take that's a look. A sad, but this, oh, this it's the sixteenth. That's so weird. Yeah. The only reason but I said this, that. The only reason I said the, uh, that's because I know they're going to be in, in Texas. Young that, Bucks that taking on FTR part two. Um, they're, you know, crazy that both belts are on the line. Triple uh, Triple <laughs> And the ROH newly minted. Um, I love how Dax noticeably wiped his nose with the confetti on the ramp. Bucks throw their jackets. They throw their jackets. You know, I really like how they're playing up. They We don't like each other, you know. But um, love the double sharpshooter spot. Um, didn't mind the low blow that, you know, they hit their own big rig for two. Um, I did like that counter of the Meltzer attempt too, because he went for that four, you know, that 450, um, dismount. Caught and him he, he caught him with the power bomb. Yeah. That's a lot of weight after that, that, uh, uh, what they call it? That, um, revolution after yeah. you do that front flip, like, yeah. So I think the, the other thing I like the, I thought they could have commented on is the fact that they hit a double sharpshooter spot when that's a young bug staple. From back yeah, in the day? see, that's what I liked about that, and it really gave me NXT takeover vibes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you know I mean? FTR they have a really special ability to, to. They don't do it immediately, but when they pull out somebody else's move yeah. on them at a certain like the best time, you're like, oh, drama. Yeah. Okay, and, of course, and and I and I did like because we saw Dax use a sharpshooter the other night, and yeah. it was cool to be like, oh, you guys are really egging on these rumors you know of what's who might be coming into your corner soon but um, the only spot i didn't like was the belt shot to the head because although yes on camera you could see Knox didn't see it 
it's like that's peripheral vision right there you know this just to me it, oh it just, okay so it is it just didn't make sense and sometimes it happens in AEW where something gets done right in front of a ref um which is not their fault as long as there's great communication but i know some uh some no there's times where it's right in their eye line and they gotta act like they didn't yeah. see it i hate that shit yeah like bryce rensberg that happens to him a lot i don't i like him as a ref but it's a lot of times i think the guys don't i don't know if it's a cue thing or realizing oh shit i did that blatantly in front of you and you just have to act like this didn't happen on tv you know it's like a miss um you know like miss when cue. jay had that match yeah. the other a few weeks back and didn't kick out on time that was horrible that was really bad i think it was on yeah Rampage. when it's super noticeable you're like oh shit Can't. yeah this is, this is we're live pal <laughs> um, i will say this the only mulligan they got though in return since he missed the belt shot was the foot on the rope and i like that spot a lot uh, no, the you know, the, 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 it was the perfect amount of drama especially because of the fact that who did it come from the uh fucking Knox, who is like always you know this this running joke that he's in the pocket of the bucks so it's like yeah for him to be like no 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 we're, you didn't win it that way it's, it's more drama you know what i mean yeah, um yeah i also liked i don't know if you noticed this that uh matt matt uh was trolling um he, he hit like the uh the forearm the diving forearm like the it's yeah yeah he hit the the bret hart pose and shit and they were uh, like they were getting all hot about it um uh, no, definitely. Uh, but I didn't like how this went down. I mean, we see a what I call the FTR trigger. He spits in their face. They they just hit it, and they give him a kiss on the face. Great stuff. Big rig for the win, uh, so the new champs can retain. Um, I was going to say, too, I thought it was interesting. I was like, you know what? I noticed they're not doing the pile driver now that they're not with Tully. They're going back to the big I thought rig. they did it. Didn't, didn't he? I thought Dax hit um, Matt with one. Didn't he not? No. Or, or, or the double. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. Uh, and by the way, I just read right now. So, it uh, Battle of the Belts is that Saturday, but it's being taped that Friday. So that's oh, why. Okay. okay, that's why I was getting so confused. I'm like, well, they said it's in Garland, Texas, and you know, because even on right here it says the art. It says Battle of the Belts two Friday, April fifteenth. Yeah, see, I remember because remember I I this is what made me think Keith Lee was gonna walk away with that. Uh, TV yeah, title. yeah, I was gonna say because Keith Lee is. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say he's right in front center. Like right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the same flyer. So, but no, that was dynamite. Um, you know, uh, really fun, really good card. Uh, again, I, th I thought the Hardys match kind of suffered because although it looks good on paper, it's like, again, commentary, nobody explained the rules. It was very confusing. Like, I was like, oh, so the match is over. And I was like, man, they, they put him through a table. And I was like, he really like kind of squashed the table more than he broke it, you know, with that diving throw suplex. And yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just kind of like, oh, I guess it's over. Or they threw a bone to Butcher and Blade, and they keep going. I was like, oh, this is really confusing. So the, the only reason um, why I felt like it was it had to be elimination rules without explanation is because the first time I remember a tables match, it was like I can't. It was the Dudleys versus the Hardy Boys, and I remember Devon had gotten yeah. uh, thrown thrown into one, or he, uh, yeah, he got thrown into one, and then like, no, 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 he was like the Hardy Boys saw him on the outside, and they kept trying to do diving attacks to him through a table, and he kept yeah. fucking moving. And I yeah. remember like, yo, what the fuck? Why is this still going on? I'm like, oh, because he didn't, he technically didn't go through one yet. I'm like, oh fuck, okay, yeah. this is gonna yeah. be a bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> got a little bit of post raw action. Some, I guess they hit the reset button on NXT 2.0 again. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, we did get Samoa Joe's first match. Um, yeah, we got some more. I'm like, I told y'all in the chat, like, 
Yo, these fools put in six days' time, they put up two banger of, uh, of a tag team match between one against the Briscoes, one against the Young Bucks. Shout yeah, out to FTR, man. Uh, there's a reason why we definitely, uh, you know, grab inspiration from their uh, their closing remarks, usually, uh, whenever yeah. we do the show. But uh, thank you all for doing what y'all do, man. And I thank you all for every week because we are thankful for y'all, man, 100%. Anyone that's listening, sharing, that that's, uh, you know, uh, getting a, a kick out of the content we're posting anything like that man y'all just uh anyone that's commenting or are participating in the russell wednesday stuff we definitely mess with y'all man 100 um and uh, we want to say thank you man and uh you can do what you always do and that's follow us on social media man that's going to be at the quincy jones show on instagram at quincy jones show on twitter and at backslash the quincy jones show on facebook uh we're releasing an episode Every Friday, man, you can uh, tune in either on iTunes, SoundCloud, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, what? and of course, the great people over at True100Radio.com. And alternatively, if you're into wrestling and like a good wrestling song, maybe a couple of theme songs, maybe you just like a good wrestling bar or a reference, you can either follow yours truly, Quincy Jones, go at Spotify, but make sure you definitely tap in or tap out. Go ahead and follow my boy, Doc Lesnar, the only hip-hop hybrid in existence. Uh, I mean, the music speaks for itself, man. I mean, he, he, to be honest, when this man went to uh, Mania and was dropping some music while he was out there, that was pretty much the vibe. I mean, anytime I think about WrestleMania, mm-hmm. I think about you out there and Lesnar Mania and, uh, and that uh, that rollout, man. But, uh, yeah, be sure and holler at Doc Lesnar for all your musical yes, needs, sir. man, 100%, man. Yeah, you already know what it is. I tell you guys every single week, go to your favorite platform, hit that search bar, type in D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. Boom, there I are. Five-star bars for you and yours, bumping your cars. You guys know what it is, man. Uh, but yeah, do the same for Quincy Jones Go as well, man, because we both are killing this game right now, especially on the wrestle rap tip or just on the regular hip-hop tip. You guys can be the judge of that. <laughs> world's greatest tag team. Check that out right now because we are the world's greatest. Bar done, Jack. Uh, other than that, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on uh, that's on Mercari. It's on Instagram at Doc underscore KGS pod on Instagram. Uh, also, follow me at Doc Lesnar on TikTok where you can see the things that WWE doesn't take a <laughs> copyright from and enjoy. You guys can enjoy some other content as well. Other than that, follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Facebook and Twitter. And other than that, my friend, I got three words for him Top, Top guys, guys out. out.